speak with my best friends Some people say we have a problem But every night I make a new best friend And the only problem is Keep like having a good time Hello, 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 everyone. It is Thursday night. It is 8 p.m. And you know what that means. What does it mean? We're going to talk about our days and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Not really it means is another episode of Between Two Beards. Freshly I'm cleaned JPJ. up beards. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. It is that holiday time. We will go fresh haircuts for both of us. You're covering yours up. I decided a rare occasion uh, where I will not be wearing a hat this evening. I think this is the first episode you didn't wear a hat. It's it's probably up there. Either one or two. It's really only when my barber decides to do the product in my hair. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to ruin his his work. Yeah, I got a haircut today, too. They did not. I almost fought a 10-year-old kid for saying wrestling sucks in the chair. Yeah, you told me that story. Talking to his you told barber. me that story uh, off air before the sucks, show. And I giggled and said, it does not. Personally, I would have thrown him through the barbershop window. That's what I would have done. I'd be like, oh, yeah. but Oh, yeah. You know? I would have been like, so does it we, suck now? That's what I would have said. Let's not waste any more time because we have a very special and expensive we guest do. today. When we, we left this very program a week ago. Yeah. So last Thursday. Oh, Mrs. Pluggo's in the house. Big Ben is in the house. Look at those hawkins swinging beauties. Merry Christmas has come through. Baby Santa Jesus Minoru Suzuki. I bet he's got a big hog too. Minoru? Suzuki. I know. I know Big Ben does. He's a he's a hog. He's a card carrying member of the Hog Society. <laughs> but we leave this program Thursday. Yeah. All is well. We had bad blood on. Friday rolls around. SmackDown was decent. We had it. And then NXT deadline and ROH final battle. What a yeah, Saturday was a great weekend. day. Saturday was great a great wrestling day. for professional wrestling. Yeah. And then Monday hits. And all hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. So we had to bring on a very special guest to help Always. us unpack all of this crazy. It started with Riddle. It's ending with Mandy Rose. There's some Vince McMahon sprinkling there. Triple H hates this talent that he brought back. I don't know, but he's here. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Warren Hayes. What is good, my friend? Oh, thank you. Hello, fellas. I'm glad to be here once again. It's always like, right? Isn't it always like it's uh, it's these weeks, right? It's these weeks that just everything happens all at once. And, uh, and it's exciting. And the shows write themselves. There you go. It's a good time to be a wrestling content creator. <laughs> it's true. Way. Mrs. Pluggo saying hi, Warren. Hello, hi. How are you? Yeah, she's uh, doing fine. She's married to me. I mean, no. Just kidding. <laughs> it was tell, it was quite. A, yeah. I tell that story all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's your wife. Yes, it is. That's your wife. You have wow. No, I don't. <laughs> Like you could see the shock and amazement in Warren's face live as it was happening. Like that's your wife. I'm like Holy I shit. Never, like, it was the most sincere reaction I ever had. It truly had. was. Like you you probably couldn't have a more sincere reaction than a guy not knowing how to physically react to what he's seeing. Holding your newborn child for the first time. Yeah. Seeing yeah. those wife. Like, that's your wife? That's your wife. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Bro, I don't know, I don't know what you did, but all I know is I'm waiting for her to wake up from 
whoever never dreamed. Neverland, yeah. wherever she is, wherever she is. She'll wake up one day uh, and realize, oh, I just wasted all that time unplugging it. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about my marital status. No, I think it's doing pretty good, Mrs. Plug on the yeah, chat. I feel like you're all right. You got six Christmas right. trees now. Six Christmas trees now. We have one in the bed. It was four we're last here. year, Warren. This was a heated debate. Now we're up to six. It was four last year. Pluggo just says, oh, happy wife, happy life. That's what he says. Yeah. Oh, that's what the wife wants. But you, they have six now. Are you in the 1%? I think so. <laughs> My Elon Musk. There are six Christmas trees. Why do you want six Christmas trees? One for each day of the week, and then you take a break on Sunday? Like what? What's the? If, if we could have a seventh, we would. I think. I, I think the goal is they want to have a Christmas tree. All right. All night. right. All right. It's that time of year. Let's hammer this out before we get down into it. So this is what went down last year. We put up our tree. We bought a new house. We have this dead space. So I told this story already on here last. Year. We have this dead space in our on our dining room area, and she said a tree would be perfect there. And I said, of course, honey. Happy wife, happy life. You do you. I'm not going to say no to you because look at me, look at you. You go ahead. So we had the two. Then she said we need these two little accent trees to kind of tie it all together because, you know, it looks nice. And I said, sure. So now we have the four. This year rolls around, which 2022, she found some deal. They were like 70% off. <laughs> she's so they like, were still $200. She's she was like, you know what would be annoying. great? A tree in our bedroom. And I was what? like, Sure. A Christmas tree in your bed. Hey, listen, if that I, I'm just saying it lights up the room and accents. It's like, and then the, the boys were like, well, now we want a tree in our room. So you would just thought, OK, them. so how about you move one of the other five into the into the boys room? <laughs> Good point. Instead of getting a sixth, how about we just move one of the other four, whatever's left. Throw one in there. She has her Christmas tree. She lets me do things like this and talk to you gentlemen. Listen, I mean, that's a fair, you know, I, I you know. Cool. Got, I'm just gonna say I, I I just sat down on a Saturday and organized. NXT I thought you were gonna say I just cards. sat down on a Christmas tree. I thought that's what you were gonna say right there. But, <laughs> but these so are yeah, all decorated, Warren, so you have to buy you Warren, have to buy ornaments enough ornaments to decorate her, six Christmas trees as well and lights. You should know. I'm not saying no to anything she wants. I mean that that's fine. I mean you know it's eventually gonna you know. What's cool, what's cool is that at some point, there's going to be so many Christmas trees, right? Is that, you know, you're going to, in your home, you're going to screw up the, you're going to screw up the, the, the migration pattern of moose. You know, they're going to start going through your house. Yeah. Uh, that's, or, uh, yeah see, she has three small ones. She says they got three full-size trees and three little. Now the ac okay, hang on. The accent trees, you talked about accent trees. Are they like spruce? As well, or, or or do you go like with another type of tree, like a maple, a small maple, perhaps, or you know, a, a birch? You know, or plug on your. I don't know. They just have Christmas trees. They're trees. Well, they're they're spruce trees. Yeah, spruce <laughs> trees are Christmas trees for the most part. Yeah, they keep those. Moose <laughs> if you're going accent, you could go. Oh well, why don't we do like a you know a nice golden maple kind of thing, or you yeah, know, a, a weeping willow? How about that, you know. Okay. I all I know. Is if anything ever happens to Mrs. Pluggo, I have a Christmas tree farm ready to go. I can make a little bit of money and yeah. I'll be okay. The kids I mean, with, and I will what, be fine. With what they're charging this year for Christmas trees, you can make more than a little bit of money. Mrs. Pluggo, in her defense, is like the queen of like 
deals and couponing and like she finds stuff. She I'm like, the how? keepers like the binders. No, thing. she's like not one that, of those people. It's, it's I worked like, in a grocery it's, store it's for like 10 years of my here. life. She's got there like, were there are those people. They would come through. Are there a lot of them? Oh my god, yeah. They would come through with their three hundred dollar orders and they would literally pull out a binder and their order would end up being like eighty six bucks. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. I don't have time for this right now. What is going on? Thank but, you. Thank you. Well, Appreciate I mean, that, my friend. That's never been debated on this no, show. Your beard, I was your beard's immaculate. Mine is there you go. She's saying I hardly paid anything for them, so she gets see, so much free stuff. See, one of the trees was gifted to her from what did they know you already had five? Yeah. All I'm gonna say is that friend of hers is a pusher. Peer pressure. I don't like the crowd she's hanging out with. <laughs> They're bad she's, here. she's in, she's listening to you, man. It's fine. Just openly saying you don't like a she also like, what the hell's going on? She also bought a very comfortable couch because she's very good at that too. So I've got a nice place to sleep if things go sideways. There you go. There I'm you set, go. man. I got this all figured out. All right. Hey, it's Christmas time, man. We had a Christmas intro. Like I'm good. I'm all for Christmas. I'm all for Christmas. They're winter trees. They're not yeah. See, mom got a tree for Christmas. There you go. You know, we have it sounds crazy, but it's not crazy. It's just life, you know. <laughs> Ophelia coming out saying you don't have to justify anything, all right? You just, I will you just say enjoy the holidays. The AJ McLean pillow has made its way under said bedroom Christmas tree. I'm I'm sorry, Ophelia. Seven Christmas trees demands an explanation. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> If you have enough Christmas trees for every day of the week, there might be a problem. Just a slight problem. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm so just saying. For, for us, this is 81 episodes plus a bunch of specials. So we're about 90 into this thing. So yeah. imagine me trying to explain this to guests as like a new podcast going. Because everyone in the comments all winter last year was like, Plato's got four Christmas trees. What yep. do you think about that, Alex Kane? Like, <laughs> Literally. I, I, I almost asked everybody, everybody that was like, hey, Billy Starks, what do you think about Plugo having four Christmas trees? What do you think about that? I need to know what your opinion is on that. Uh, but anyway. Anyway, I don't think we're we, here to talk about trees. We are here to talk some wrestling. There was a lot of wrestling, good stuff in the ring, bunch of crazy stuff outside of the ring, stories galore. Where do we want to start, gentlemen? There's a lot. We can start a lot of places. We can start a little final battle. We can start NXT Deadline, which I thought was a damn good show, shockingly enough. Uh, For someone who doesn't really pay attention to NXT in this new iteration often, I wanted to watch it because it was a debut of a new match type. I wanted to see what it was about. I was pleasantly surprised how much I enjoyed those new matches and how much I liked them. Um, and I thought the event as a whole was really good. I thought the Braun Breaker Apollo Cruz match was really good. I thought, I, I just thought it was a good event. Um, we were talking well, off air besides Booker T, who is just. <laughs> I guess we're starting with Deadline then. I, would, I, I guess. We don't, I mean, we, we don't might have as well, to right? dive super deep into it. But what did you no. think of the, the Iron Survivor? Yeah, the Iron Survivor yeah. Challenge. Let's get your opinion, Warren. Like, how did you think? the new match kind of because listening to it and hearing all the the rules and all this stuff i was like this is going to be a convoluted piece of shit but i was like that's what this is going to be but i actually enjoyed them i actually did i was rubbing my hands together and like oh this is going to be such a train wreck exactly but not we said (laughs) turns out it turns out it's a really fun yeah uh, new match type Mm. i i i dug it but okay correct me if i'm wrong but 
wasn't there a stipulation at some point that you could lose points or did I make that completely? That's what I said on Saturday. I was like, I thought if you got pinned, you lost the point. Right. I could have swore. But It seems to me as well, but thankfully not because I think it would have, it would have just convoluted shit. I, I, I think it's great. You know, I, I thought the, I thought the guys match was outstanding. I agree. I think it's one of WWE's best matches of the year. Uh, and uh, I, I like, uh, I, 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 I appreciated and enjoyed the work of the women's match, but the women's match didn't feel organic. I don't know if that makes sense. This is what I was talking about on the podcast. It's like, it didn't feel, it felt like, it felt like you could see the production. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like yeah. you could see, Oh, this is what is supposed to happen here. And this, and, and whereas, and, but I mean, the women work their asses off. Don't get me wrong. It's fine. You know, but the guys match, it just blew, blew it open for me. And I was like, yeah. oh, I get it. I think they had the, pl- get it. The, the, the got to go second type deal. I think they ran that women's match and then the men's, they probably, I wonder if they tweaked anything at backstage. Like, no, let's try this and, move this well, you know, along a little better there's a couple of things where there's a couple of things where i'm like the, i feel like the guys got all the cool spots you know i feel like the guys they had the the you know they, they got to do all the cool stuff like grayson waller c- coming in nailing yeah. two yeah the two back-to-back balls, pinfalls uh, yeah the fights, the fight in the in in the penalty which ball, yeah. which I I I thought that was amazing. Oh, the 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 camera of him sliding down the glass, JD McDonough, like the movie shot of the breath and the the the, the moon salt off of the penalty box. Like I think the yeah. guys all the cool shit, you know. Yeah. Whereas whereas the girls uh, and this these are production discussions, right? Like it's not like the girls probably didn't want it. It's not like they didn't want to do it. They were told. No, we're going to do that with the guys. No, we're going to do that with the guys. We're going to do that with the guys. Mm-hmm. So I think the guys got the, which is why I feel that match came together more. It made more sense. You started to see, oh, these are the possibilities that you have here. And there's a great future for, for that match. No, no, I, I, I think this is the best thing NXT did uh, since yeah. no game around. I agree. <laughs> I agree. And what I enjoyed, besides, I just thought the sense of urgency. Yep. I th- that was a big thing for me, it's, even with the women's match, which I do agree the men's match was, I, in my opinion, a lot better. They were both good and entertaining, but I thought the men's was just a, a level above. Um, yeah, but I, what I enjoyed the most was the sense of urgency from everybody. Like the, It was 25 minutes, but from when the bell rang, it was, I got to win. I got to figure it out. I got to win. And I loved it. As a guy who, you know, I'm a casual WWE viewer, which is, you know, their target audience, right? That's exactly what they want. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't watch NXT regularly. So, you know, a guy like Grace. Oh, look at that. Look, look at that. He's He's got another Christmas tree. He's drinking from yeah. one. There you go. And delivered. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch it on the regular. So I'm yeah. not familiar with the character of Grayson Waller, right? Oh. He's perfect for this. Grayson <laughs> running in, landing that 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 double bulldog or whatever, getting two pins. I popped out of my seat and I was like, I understand what this guy is about. I get mm-hmm. it. Yep. You don't need weeks of fucking weirdo build and 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 convoluted stories to get a guy over. I understand what this guy is about now. He comes mm-hmm. in, rushes it. He doesn't jog. He doesn't do his pose or whatever. He just darts. 
goes and gets a double pin straight off the bat, straight out the, the straight out of the gate, and then scores his third. And then he's yeah. like, "No, man, you're not gonna catch me." Starts running around. He sees JD McDonough in the ring, who's passed out because he got knocked out. He pushes him out of the ring so yeah. that Carmelo Hayes doesn't get a pin on him. I'm like. Yeah. This is my favorite wrestler. He's my favorite yeah. wrestler in this match. Everything yeah. is perfect. I get it. Everything makes sense. He was fantastic. He's absolutely the guy. I love that. Oh, yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, and again, I, I am also not a regular watcher of NXT. Pluggo watches 2.0 a lot more, or whatever it is now, just NXT again, whatever. But he watches this iteration more often than I do. But Grayson Waller, I feel like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but I feel like Grayson Waller is a guy that gets a lot of hate on social media. Like a lot of people just shit on this guy. Mm-hmm. He is perfect, and I think he should be the guy that takes the belt off of Braun Breaker, if you want my honest opinion. But he's perfect for this type of how he performed on Saturday. Like Warren said, from the second he got in that to the second he won it, that is everything you want in a cocky shit heel. He did what he had to do. He's annoying. He he got those back-to-back pins, and then he has that cocky smile like, hey, look at me. He's amazing. Look at me. Yep. I am that great. You know what I mean? Like, it's perfect. People were shitting all over. Oh, why, Grayson? Because, yes, that makes sense. <laughs> That's why. Like, let's be honest. Who else in the match? Yeah. Let, let's break it down. Carmelo Hayes. Like, I know a lot of people. Carmelo Hayes would have probably be, been another great choice, but he is uh, above NXT. Yeah, he needs to go. He's, he, that should be the last time we ever see him on NXT. To be and honestly, honest. and this is the thing is like, if he, if he can't crack, isn't this like his second crack at a number one contendership for, yeah, he's never had, he's never had the NXT main title. He's only been the yeah. North American guy. Yeah. So, and, and like, he's had, he's even had another crack at the North American title. Right. And he failed mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So failing out of title shots. It's time to hit the bricks. Get that kid out of there. He's too good. He's just, he's too good. Mm-hmm. JD McDonough? I don't know, man. Like, look, there's a bunch of reasons on top of that. Uh, not Axiom and his blurry fast entrance. <laughs> How did you feel about that? Because they started wrestling. Oh, lose him. Uh, they started wrestling while that entrance effect was still happening. And it was very, it was very bizarre. It was very bizarre. I was like, okay. <laughs> It's all these little things that annoy me so much about WWE. Uh, and and Joe Gacy, you know, you're like, whatever. You know, yeah. he, uh, no, it, it's Grayson Waller. He yeah. looks like a star. And he's the, and honestly, he's, he's the guy, he's the guy that has to take it off of Braun Breaker at this I point. I agree. I truly yeah. agree. And then Braun can come up to the main run and that's how you roll. And then Waller's that heel champion that everyone loves to hate and, it just makes sense. Um, but yeah, it, it you know, it's not it's not too often that we you get a new match type nowadays. And I thought, um, yeah, this is a match that can, can move forward. And yeah, it was a success. It was very, very good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, well, that same day, a little bit earlier in the afternoon, we had a Ring of Honor pay-per-view, mm. um, which I thought all in all from top to bottom was a really solid really good show you know what if you watched both shows on saturday you had a wonderful saturday of yeah you, it, that yeah. was a good from that was a good saturday of wrestling that was two good it's shows all downhill back from saturday it, the, yeah all, all the crazy stuff happened after but um saturday ruled the there were a lot of good matches on that uh including a few of the matches that were on the zero hour as well that tag match with the kingdom 
and yeah, Top Flight was excellent. Have you, you have not seen it? Go get it. Go watch it. Notice how I didn't. If you pick, if you noticed how much uh, of a how much of the charisma Darius is in that tag team, you know. Yes. Dante Martin is he, he's athletic. He's excellent. You know, but he's 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 he really is the awkward little brother, right? Mm-hmm. Darius is, he's the charisma. He's the guy, like he's the showman. And it's crazy. And I don't know why it, it really stuck out to me in this match where I'm like, you, you, like you're drawn to Darius, like come for Darius, but stay for, for Dante kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought the, uh, he's got to keep that guy healthy for a long time. You do. Yeah. He's had some, he's had a a tough run of luck when it comes to injuries. And like one of them was a car, like it wasn't even an in ring thing. It was just, he had the big in ring injury came back and then a horrific car. Like it's just been a bad, uh, run of luck for him. But that match was very, very good. I thought Willow Nightingale and Trisha Dora had a really good match. It was a quick one. It was more of a sprint type match, but it was again, very good. Um, and then you got to the main card, and the main card was full of good matches. Um, obviously, the double dog collar match. I mean, what more? Can, I mean, what more can be said? Like those guys, those teams could fight each other a million times, and they would be classics. Every single one of them. Um, I mean, you're it's a violent you're, mess. You're look. It's it's. <sighs> Mark Briscoe was bleeding less than 30 seconds into that match. <laughs> I mean, less than 30 <laughs> seconds into that match. He <laughs> looked like Jay Briscoe looked like the great Muda at some point. <laughs> Literally. Um, the um, what we what we got there, like I, you know, at the end, you know, I take a deep breath and I'm like, this is one of the greatest wrestling matches I've ever seen. You know, mm-hmm. and I've seen I've seen two of these this year, and the other one was the Briscoes and FTR. Yeah, because. <laughs> But I said at the end of the first tag team match they had, I was like, this is one of the greatest tag team matches I've ever seen. And now I'm back doing it again. And it's one of the greatest dog collar matches ever put on. We're going to have to put it up there with Piper and Valentine. Uh, mm-hmm. Unquestionably. That yeah. was just a perfect, perfect use of it. Uh, use of it. Uh, and, um, and we're going to have to, we're going to have to legitimately consider this, these two teams, this series of three matches. We're going to have to put it up there with some of the other great, series that we've had with the like the the omega okadas the steamboat uh, flares the you know it's right up there we and 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 you know online people are going to nitpick and bitch about you know dax harwood's twitting tweeting and uh you know oh but but the briscoes can't be on uh on brothers tv and that's what they're gonna nitpick at instead of enjoying uh three of the three of the greatest tag team matches of the past five years. Oh like, yeah. Time, you know, when is the last time that tag team that two tag teams put on on the regular every quarter at this point, you know, of, of yeah. the year, just extraordinary match. And I'm not, and we're talking more than extraordinary, like excellent legendary. Yeah. yeah true. I, it's and probably it been longer so than five long. years. It, yeah. I was just saying that like the, amount of time it took to get here and now they're just like the chemistry the two teams have that i was intrigued on how the dog collar is going to work together and it was just perfect and like you said all those nitpicking people can't be on warner brothers tv well tony khan has proven he will find a way to get talent it on other shows to make it all work but why <laughs> complain why complain about the result if the match was so good like i know everybody has their they pick their 
their dog in the fight, so to speak. But damn, just like sit back and go, that was awesome. <laughs> like the point is again, we get, we get so wrapped up in the meta of wrestling sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, then it's just like we 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 don't focus on the great stuff that's happening before us because we're like, oh well, the were the Bucks in the elite really that you know, really that nice you know, in the whole thing. Cause I think they have their share to blame. Who cares? You know, yeah. they're putting on week after week with death triangle right now, since they've come back, just a series of bomb matches. And mm-hmm. we're going to sit and we're going to be like, yeah, but then mm, CM Punk maybe was right. Then, you know, maybe like in, 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 in 10, 15, 20 years, when, when all these upstart content creators are going to come and try and take our places <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna start reviewing are these. you saying i've got 10 to 15 years to do this no. before <laughs> okay sweet yes <laughs> no but be, like they're gonna be sitting back and they're gonna be reviewing these matches they're gonna be making fun of us yeah they have to be making fun of us saying you know all people could talk about was dax harwood being a mark for himself and they're right mm-hmm. they're right because that's the discourse that permeates instead of Going all in and saying this was one of the fucking best matches you will ever look at. Yep, I don't get it, man. Sometimes I really don't. I don't. I mean, we we fell into that trope a little bit with the NXT deadline thing. We kind of went in with some low expectations, and oh, here's this goofy match, and then we just sat back and I we watched the show and we watched it together, and we're just like, this is um, this is fantastic. Who cares about all the all other fairness, We came in with low expectations because NXT created right. that. But isn't that nice yes. where it's like, it's a kind of the, yes. the Briscoes and FTR, we came in with high expectations and they knocked it out of the park even more. Yes. So it's just like, just enjoy that. Like, enjoy the fact that it was a good show and let's not worry about what CM Punk said last night. Like, that, it, it's nice. I like it. Wrestling. Yeah. But, you know, he didn't say anything this week yet that I know of. He didn't have to. No. No. I think he left a comment on Sasha Banks's instant Instagram live at some point. Didn't she? Do, she did an Instagram live with Bailey, right? Uh, yes, I think they were at well, some she's sort of charity a, thing, or she was she, at a charity thing. Well, yeah, we was, can talk about her was, too because she, she was some, posting with uh, yeah. Paige and or Soraya now. Well, but yeah, she like, might be posing in ring with uh, Soraya at some point soon if the rumors are to be true. Um, you know. Also, oh, well, I wanted to get your opinion on this, Warren, because I saw a very divisive. People were really pissed off that Jericho tapped out to the swing. <laughs> really pissed off. Some of these people on social media, I'm like, bro, it ain't that serious. It ain't that fucking serious. It's wrestling, guys. I've, wa- I've watched a gentleman put a snake sock over his arm and give someone a chop and pin somebody. You you're real. fucking flipping out because he tapped out. Because I would be puking if I was Jared. That was 35 seconds he was in that thing. I would, you know, I would challenge anyone, you know, to go like to the county fair, you know, and go up to the carnies and ask them to beat them up like for 13 minutes, then immediately jump into the teacups, right? Yeah, and then, literally. Yeah. Go on the then, Matterhorn after you just run a marathon for 15 minutes. 50, See how you feel. And be 52 on top of it. Like, <laughs> what are we talking about? Like, some people were really upset. And, <laughs> and Jericho doubled down on it on Dynamite this week, this week, where he's like, this move is savage. It has to be banned. You're like, oh, bravo. Literally. I could not believe some of the people that were, like, so butthurt. I will say that butthurt. 
at like, bruh, it's like, dude, relax. It's okay. It's not like, like he just, that's how the match started and it ended that way. You know what I mean? Like they had just wrestled for 15 minutes. Like, you know what I mean? Like the uh, iron claw, the, you know, it's putting <laughs> your hand on someone's forehead. Oh, you're squeezing the temples. Yeah. Sure. But then suddenly this person's arms are completely incapacitated. Right? They have to play around. They can't take swings at the dude. Right. It's like, Oh no, get it off. Tap, 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 tap. You know, yeah. it's like, it's pro wrestling. And, and why not put the big swing over? Put yeah. the big over. Everyone likes fucking Everybody move. loves it. It's a great move. Yeah. Bay Bay 316, what's good, friend? Welcome Always good welcome to see you, in. my friend, popping in there. Yeah, and it's one of those things where, like, finger poke and doom. Like, well, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, Claudio's never. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. I said, yeah, this morning on Firmly AW, we were talking about this, and I said, yeah, it's wrestling. Dumb shit happens. Like, crazy things happen. It's wrestling. It's what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Um, yeah, Claudio Cesaro, you know, he's never won a match with the swing until this moment. But guess what? Now in the back of your head, everyone knows he can. You know, I, a, what's wrong a, with that? There's a guy who won a match last night on uh, on Dynamite doing the running shooting star press. Yes. Yeah. So it's which is absolutely a transitional move these days. But he won the match with it. Yeah. I don't hear anyone going, it's look. It's it, it is what it is. It's just a big dumb wrestling move, and the move that's over. Yeah, don't forget the Rock would finish matches the doing his silly elbow thing. Yeah, put an guy and just doing a two step and then landing it, and that would be that would be considered a finisher. Like, come on, folks. Okay, yeah, when the Rock did it, there was extra force. There was extra force. Maybe from the run tap, and the, the little flippy just, elbow. You know, you know, maybe you know. But maybe just that's saying. what affected him this week when he lost just the saying. action Andra- Andretti. Yeah. Andrade. Is it Andrade? Andretti. Andretti, like the Andretti. like the race car driver. Andretti. No, his actual name is Ocho. He is Chris Jericho. He is. Uh, I mean, that, that again, poor Chris we're kind of hopping. We're kind of hopping all over the place. But since sure. we mentioned him a few times, that moment last, that. Look at that. I like that. Guy. It was the best part of the show last night, in my opinion. Uh the crowd was perfect. The way that match was booked was perfect. The whole thing, the promo, like Warren said earlier, where he not only said that the swing should be banned, uh, but he also was like, I'm just going to beat the crap out of a jobber tonight. I need a tune-up. I need a tune-up. <laughs> and in my brain, I was like, I didn't expect it to be somebody who I wasn't really familiar with. I expected it like he thought he was going to be facing a jobber, and then it wouldn't be a jobber. Like That's how I thought it was going to go. Good call. But then it ends up being a guy that you look at and you're like, oh, that's a guy that most of us don't know. So maybe he is. He gets the jobber entrance, right? Yeah. 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 Already in the ring. Like everything. You got the Jericho graphic. That's how little they knew of him. Yeah. Yeah. They put up the Jericho. Whoopsies, you know. And, (laughs) and, you know, even the audience was into it because they were chanting, let's go jobber. Jobber, which was excellent. But. Uh, you, just as they're going to commercial, on top of that, commentary is doing the work. Because Excalibur's like, well, uh, I can't believe we're going to commercial on this. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's like, well, this should have been over by now. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I can't believe we're actually getting, this match is going to get a picture in picture. But uh, we exactly. My we four match- out of the frigging code breaker. Like, oh, so. It's like, like once he kicked out, once he kicked out of that code breaker, right? Because it was one of those things where you're like, the match is building and you're like, okay, so this is going to be one of those things where 
he's going to get his flurries in and it's going to be like, oh, and then all of a sudden code breaker or Judas effect. And it's like, oh, party time's over, guys. When he party time's over. Line, and it just never happened. It never yeah, happened. Yeah. I thought and, it was over when he caught him for the walls. It's like, all right, this was fun. Yeah, but there were like three or four times where he caught him with something. I was like, oh, okay, fun's over. And then it was like, no, this guy's gonna fucking win. This guy's gonna. It's kind of like win. when you come to. It's kind of like when you come to my house. And you're like, oh, that's a really nice Christmas tree, and then there's another one, yeah. and then there's another it one, never ends. and it never, it never ends. ends. And you're like, what the hell is going Where am on I? here? This like is- a Twilight Zone over here. What the hell's going on here? And you, you you can't put over enough the work that Chris Jericho did oh. in this because there were no tells. There no. were no tells that he was going to lose. You know, mm-hmm. like sometimes wrestlers will. They'll, you know, they'll, they'll do, there'll be a little look, there'll be a little something they do. You're like, oh shit, he's going to lose. Like Chris Jericho ran this just like he was going to lose. And the face he had mm, yeah. where, I, and I don't remember if it's when he got rolled up after the, the walls or when he landed the code breaker and, 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 and Andretti uh, kicked out, but he had this look and not the, you know, the NXT I can't believe they kicked out of my finisher look. You know, it wasn't that. It more like a like a self-realization is like have I lost a step? Am am I washed? Yeah. Did that swing ruin me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it's it's this, you know, it's my equilibrium off forever now. Whatever. It was just just an incredible, incredible and and I was listening to a podcast before coming to join you guys. Um and like, sorry, you know, I can't take full credit for this, but this is a match, you know, that goes into the defense of people who say five-star ratings scales don't work. Because mm-hmm. if you if you do a, you know, if you judge your ratings on work rate and, you know, so on and so forth, this wasn't it. Like the match at some point, would say a little rough, you know, yeah. it's new, it's three years in the business, whatever. It's not a big deal. But you can't like this was a five star performance for a, maybe a three and a half, three, three and a quarter match. But you, like you can't sit down and say this is a, this is a match of the year kind of thing because you're like, well, no, it, it was a nine minute match and it didn't have like it's a match of the year for somebody, Warren. Well, I'm, you know what I'm like. The point being, I'm trying. The point I'm trying to make is that. If for anyone who says five star ratings don't work, this is the match that you can point to because this was everyone is raving about it. Everything, well, oh, look. yeah, it was the talk of dynamite, and we had a main event world title match that was also very good, too. But the talk of dynamite was action Andretti, and then what happened there because it was so organic and so unexpected. And I, you know, we talked about it before we came on the crowd. First of all, that crowd last night throughout that whole show, great and- crowd. Was not um, a Chris Christie, Texas crowd. No, no, it was a excellent crowd, <laughs> but the crowd knew the assignment of that match. And the second he really kicked out of the code breaker, you could feel that crowd be like, oh shit, is something crazy like going on here? Like is something are we about to see something special? Like is it's something happening here? Universe and you could feel I did see people on social media saying, yeah, this was the John Cena, Kurt Angle moment, even though Cena lost that match. But you like, it was like, oh man. And like, good on Jericho, like for multiple reasons. That that could have get, Tony Khan could have ran that idea by Jericho. And Chris Jericho being who he is could have easily been like, no, I'm not doing that. 
and then that would have been the end of it, and Tony Khan would have been like, "All right," and that could have been it. Yeah, but, he, Jericho could have pulled it. This this isn't going to work for me, brother, and that's and that's exactly the end of it. exactly. But he was like, "No, this is better for this guy, this company, this show." I'm a leader here. I'm one of the main. Let's go. And like Warren said, like there were no tells. There were no. It was as organic as it could feel like. And it, um, wasn't, it wasn't a fluke win. I talked about this on my on my Dynamite review, which you should watch on uh, yes, YouTube. Yes, sure. Mr. Warren Hayes, it's available right now, but not right now. Listen to us. Um, but it's like I said. Here's a little taste, though. Um, not a fluke win. Not a crossbody that gets rolled over into a pin not a, a a you know a surprise you know someone comes out at the top of the ring and then the other guy comes in and rolls him up from behind because he got distracted the kid hey chris i'm up here yeah ex yeah exactly you know someone's music hits and you know wrestlers being you know fucking goldfish brained you know so what music you know yeah they the, the kid does a running shooting star press lands flat on Jericho, covers him clean as a sheet. He just straight up beat Chris Jericho. Like he just beat him. He just, he, there's like, there's nothing you can say to the opposite here. He yep. beat Chris Jericho clean as a whistle. And that has like, this kind of thing hasn't happened in a while. And, you know, I saw like, like a one, two, three Razor Ramon type moment. Right. But it's not even that. It's not even that because that was a fluke. Like, oh, he hit one move and boom, it was oh, holy, holy shit, what just happened? It was you know exactly I mean? crossbody thing where and and Sean Waltman rolled over um, yeah. uh, uh, Scott Hall for the for for the yeah. three, and he rolls immediately out of the ring, and Scott Hall is throwing a fit, and he's like, "Fuck you, don't get back in here," you know? Yeah, it's like, yeah. it was a fluke. So it's not even comparable yeah. to that, and it's not comparable to uh, to. John Cena and, and Kurt Angle, because like you guys said, John Cena lost the match. So yeah. this is fantastic. Now, I think it is a fair, I think it's fair knowing Tony Khan. And I know we, you know, we, 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 we've seen him, we, we have a couple of years now in the pocket. I am not super confident for this follow-up on this for uh Action Andretti, you know. Not sure where we're going with this. I'm not sure he's, you know. What are we going to do with this moving forward? Are we going to maintain this superstar aura that we've instantly created? Like, and I think it's fair to not be confident about it, but let's talk about it in a month. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but man, that was a uh, moment. I mean, AVA three sixteen saying MCW said that Andrade will still be their champion. Is he, is he their current champion? I'm saying, well, there you go. I mean, he's officially all elite though. He got the graphic. Yeah, you can he got do the that. graphic like after the, the show. Penis. So. You know they can do that. Athena's the um, Warrior Wrestling Champion as well as now. Yeah, the I mean Tony Khan. Yeah, he's much more uh, liberal well, when it comes to letting his. People we talked about time. quite a bit of positive. Should we should we transition into the into the weeds here? I mean, I don't even know where to begin because all of the stuff that happened this week ties all into the stuff that happened this week. Yeah. All optically, the whole WWE system as a whole is just a hot fucking mess right now. Well, so, so, so a couple weeks ago, last week, Matt Riddle gets the shit kicked out of him on Raw, and they say, "Ah, he's got to be out for six weeks." And I'm and I'm thinking, 
all right, they probably got nothing for him. He's going to be in the Rumble, heading towards Mania. They'll probably have him rest up, whatever. Cool. And then the news comes out earlier this week that he actually got popped for his second failed drug test of the year, which is unfortunate. Um, I don't know, again, what it was, whatever. There have been some reports. I don't know what's true. I don't know what's not. So I don't want to speculate too much. But WWE doesn't really test that often or at all anymore for marijuana, which was, you know, why he got... Yeah, they don't anymore. So it's clearly not that uh, because that's why he got fired from UFC was for marijuana. So it's clearly got to be something more serious, whether it's performance enhancing or, God forbid, you know, a a, a higher drug, cocaine, whatever. Um, But he's got to go to rehab. Uh, And that's what he's going to go to rehab. He's going to figure it out. Hopefully, we hope for him personally, not even for the performer or wrestler side of it. But like it's a danger. It's a dangerous thing addiction and stuff like that so we hope that he gets the help that he needs but i mean that sucks man riddle is you know whether whether you're pro riddle negative riddle whatever like he is a good performer he's a guy that is over with the crowd and it just stinks to see um and that was kind of the first kind of negative thing that we heard about this week uh was riddle uh, having to go away for uh, getting suspended, having to go away and go to rehab because obviously he's dealing with uh, some personal stuff that he needs to hopefully clean up. Uh, so that's a little unfortunate. Um, yeah. Anybody else on uh, on Matt Riddle? We can't. We just running through the list. Anybody else? No. I mean, what it's on you? It's one of those things with. Riddle it's hard to talk Riddle, about because it's, it's like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Because I know? don't have all the facts, but like yeah. again. It's just somebody that kind of knows in that realm of like a sobriety thing. Like hmm. the WWE is making you go, does he really want to be there type deal? So that aside, but my problem is like this is Riddle's now second offense. So that's his second drug, his second wellness pop, plus all of the negative stuff that he had. So this is this is where I said like all this stuff kind of ties into what happened with Mandy. It's like you've given Riddle the benefit of the doubt, benefit of the doubt, chance after chance. Optically for the WWE this week, not great. <laughs> like I just hope he gets his help that he needs, but I think you know you're is he worth yeah. is he worth all of the problems? Yeah, and no, uh, baby, we're we're, we're, about, we we're about to head we're there, right brother. There. We're, we're about to head to there. We're about to head into that. Yeah. Issues. So, um, what is, so on that, I'm like, for me, like knowing what we know now. So when we found out this news, it's like we think Wordle's a good performer. Yada yada yada. Is he worth all of the headaches long term? I don't know because he seems since he's been there to just have issue pop up after issue pop up, and they keep just. Here you go. Here's another shot. Here's another shot. Like he's running out of chances now, but is it worth it for him to play the bongos on TV? Like I like you know um, does you know does, does Riddle drive business? Like that's all. Like and you know I'm asking you know very hypothetically. You yeah. know I you know I don't think there's any sustaining evidence that you know. People tune into his quarter hours, then leave, kind of thing. You know, I don't think there's yeah. any any evidence to that. I I would probably say that he's a very good merch pusher. Yeah, <laughs> pusher. 
um, but you know, as with RK Bro and you know, and his uh, and his uh, weed innuendo as well. You know, I think I think it's it's okay. Um, I you know, um, where there's smoke, there's fire. Okay, I don't you know, I I do not want anyone to be caught in any type of uh, into uh, get into the throes of addiction. It is a terrible. Yeah awful place to be in so you know it, it it's hard to wish that upon even people that i don't like i.e matt riddle uh so i hope that he does he even for his kids sake i hope yeah. he he's able to um to knock whatever is haunting him you know mm -hmm. uh we don't want wrestler deaths either we don't we don't want any of that shit you know yeah. it's, it's just terrible so hopefully he can get that sorted out that being said you know um it was revealed that he had been also previous to this, just before his his suspension. He was not fulfilling his court ordered. Uh, uh, um, uh, 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 not appointments, but requirements yeah. towards his, his ex, where he was supposed to be supplying her with the results from his WWE drug testing. Oh, surprise, surprise! Now we yeah. know why. Uh, he, um, he has, you don't uh, mess around with that. That can get, that can get yeah, bad. No, exactly. Like, you know, it's, he, he, he didn't do that. Right. And, uh, he hasn't been doing this routine lab testing stuff. And, uh, uh, and apparently, you know, he drained their joint accounts and didn't, uh, return, uh, the funds to that joint account that they had until she filed a motion in uh, in contempt of court because he's wasn't he wasn't fulfilling his part of the bargain so so he's not he so he he put the money back in the account when the wife got the courts involved he's like oh shit okay i'll put the money back and then this happens uh look how how much of a how much of a, a of a headache is matt riddle worth for yeah. real like how yeah. much is he worth and, and the, the the thing is is he's he's very good but how special is he and i don't think he's that special and especially in an environment like wwe which prides itself on being a factory of superstars right yeah like, we have a performance center you know we pump out superstars right how, how many dudes are waiting just to take a spot there's dozens of them you know yeah true and i usually with these these type of things i usually err on the side of the performer when it comes to the addiction side of things i'm strictly trying to just look at this more of like a he hopefully he gets all that personal help he needs we yeah we want you to be safe your kids you yeah. nailed that worse but yeah from a business sense like Okay, I'm just gonna say it. So the uh, so the sponsors are cool with all the things you just said, Warren. That's all good. That's gravy. Keep the guy around. He's fine. Like that, that that there's you gotta at some point like, dude. Like, are we just you know should we outright you know like he has all the makings of a piece of shit? Yeah. You know I mean? Like he's you know he's had numerous behavioral issues where i can look at what he does and for me personally he puts the values right oh yeah for sure i don't want him to i you know i don't want him to od on whatever i you know i he's a father i want his kids to have a father you know all mm -hmm. that stuff. of course but he's a piece of shit yeah. so do you hang on to that do you 
do you do whatever it takes to hang on to them or do you try something else you know yeah i don't know i don't know it's it, it it's tough i i i think you make really good points of like hey like yeah is the guy talented yeah do we think he can you know whatever but like at some point is the juice worth the squeeze you know what i mean bingo and, and and you know like in wrestling you guys know this you, you've watched it for a while there is such a thing as preferential treatment oh you know? for sure you're the draw you're the big star you're cm punk yeah well you know a steel is going to get fired but not cm punk you know what i yeah. mean because i mean you know scott they, like scott hall back in the day you're scott hall you're over with the nwo you've got the name the razor ramon you're part, you're an integral part of one of the biggest angles in wrestling like all, hulk hogan so on and so forth right now you know, they, they probably see a future in Matt Riddle. They probably have plans for him. But as it stands right now, like, you look at this objectively and it's like, you have to applaud WWE for doing some corporate responsibility here and saying, okay, well, yes, we're going to send you, we're, we're going to send you to a medical facility, <laughs> you know, what rehab, whatever. We're going to take care of you. We're going to help you knock this. And you have to appreciate that because kicking into the curb isn't necessarily the best idea either. So you, you so on their end, they are sort of weighing the pros and cons unquestionably. I think from a PR standpoint, public, purely public relations, dumping a guy, uh, you know, kicking him to the curb while he's he has addiction problems. I think that is a very poor, poor, poor. Yeah, look. it's not yes. a great. It's not a great look. one that I consider to be a piece of shit, right? <laughs> But well, not, and that's just it. You can't really because it becomes this like it's a mental health thing. It's a physical, you know. It's a you, they so could get sued, and 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 it's just not a good look. Even if they do they they do or don't get sued, it's just not a good not look. a great look. I mean, Matt Matt Riddle is he's <laughs> riddled with issues, uh, and uh, they're not going to go away anytime soon. You know, no, that's Un- yeah, and so. You know, I kind of get where Pluggo was going, how they're letting they let somebody like Matt Riddle kind of have, you know, one strike, two strike, three strike, four strike. And then, you know, we talked about deadline to start and the Iron Survivor Challenge. Well, on Tuesday night, uh, this past NXT, Roxanne Perez, who is victorious in the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge, decided uh, that she was going to cash in her title shot and she wanted to challenge Mandy Rose. There was a little vignette that happened at the beginning and we have Lawrence here commenting on Warren shirts and Warren Hayes with his formal D's nuts shirt tonight. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, whatever paid for it. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, So Roxanne challenges Mandy Rose for the title. And we see at the end of NXT on Tuesday that Roxanne Perez defeats Mandy Rose and ends the 400 plus day reign of Mandy Rose as the NXT women's champion. And I'm, I was talking before the show in my brain, I'm like, Oh, that makes sense. Good job. So toxic attraction will be on the main roster. You'll okay. Makes perfect sense. That, okay. Roxanne. I thought I expected, they were just trying to pop a rating and keep that's what building, I thought. I was like, Oh, Roxanne will definitely beat NXT her at some deadline. point and they'll go up. Mandy's already been on the main roster before. It just makes sense. Well, well, you wake up Wednesday. You wake morning. up on Wednesday morning, and halfway through the day, we get a fightful select report that says that Mandy Rose has been released by the WWE, which 
took probably all of us, if not most of us, by shock. Um, and the report was that the exact verbiage was WWE officials felt they were put in a tough position based on the content she was posting on her brand army page. They felt like it was outside of the parameters of her WWE deal. And if you if you read more into the Fightful Select report, if you listen to, you know, Sean Ross Sapp, among other people that were more well-informed about this, they haven't come out and said who they, it was, but I, I, it seems like a sponsor of sorts or someone or a business, something that would involve the money, the business side of it, reached out to WWE and was basically like, yeah, um, yeah, no, that has to stop. Or, you know, and I look at, I'm assuming there were, again, this is assuming, and you know what can happen when you assume, um, that there were conversations prior, or at least I would hope that there were conversations with Mandy Rose prior to her being released on Wednesday. Like, Hey, you know, you're, you know, some of the content you're releasing is kind of, uh, and if she was like, well, guess what? I make a whole boatload of money over here way more than I do over here. So I'm not fucking stopping. More than some executives on the WWE yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Ophelia, you know, saying, and I, and we're going to dive in because I do feel like this is part of it. No, but, let's go, Ophelia. Let's, yeah. That's what we're saying. That's and what that's, I'm trying this, this, to say. This is like, where it becomes a bigger thing than just the just performer getting released. Strikes. Because it's sex nudity it is like. bad, but drug use, womanizing, etc., is okay. And I think that's where... I will always support somebody that wants to make money by safely using the, the, you know, the gifts that they have from a, you, whatever you want to do that stuff only for I'll do it up. If I look, if I look like somebody that could do, I would do it too. make some money. Do you think man, like if even as, as a right, just as dudes, yeah. if, if we had the 12 packs and oh my we God, yeah, I'd never no hurt. I never said never send my clothing bills to Spencer anymore. No, you <laughs> wouldn't need to. I, I just, you know, maybe, maybe my boxers shorts, <laughs> would be, I'd have more than 12 pairs, you know, maybe I'd have, but no, I mean, we're, we're being stupid here, but that the, essentially that's the point. It's like, why wouldn't you do it? Why yeah. wouldn't you? And, you got it, flaunt it. And if you can consensually legally make money yeah. off of it, that's do your you choice. Think. Do you? Do your thing, and she was making. And not only the, the nobody's talking about it. This was leaked stuff, so this yeah. was not meant for public consumption, and it got leaked. Nobody ever talks about those people. They just go, "Well, they had to have known it was going to happen at some point." Yeah. Sure. And then we got Bebe saying, "Like, hey, I'm looking at the pics, and yeah, sure, it ain't family friendly, friendly, but you know, multiple DUIs and things like that, and you know, that's cool though." That's but cool. not even that, like on top of the, and especially with Mandy Rose and this iteration of Mandy Rose, that was the gimmick. The gimmick was she was hot. That the whole toxic the attraction gimmick is, hey, we're really hot and There's we're good no at wrestling. There's no layers to toxic attraction. It's we're hot. <laughs> her, her gimmick is sex. It's yes. always been sex. Literally the gimmick. Do you remember that short period when they had her ta uh, tag teaming with uh, 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 Dana Brooke, right? And yeah. they were doing like an athletic, you know, the 
blonde bombshells. I don't remember what they were called, right? Yeah. But they were dressed more athletically and so on and so forth, and it wasn't working. What did they do? All right, Mandy, we're, we're going back to sex. You're sex yeah. again. Yeah. You tried the athletic thing. That's not working. You're sex again. And then yeah. they're going to they're gonna say, look, you're big. there's too much sex, you know? But it's not – here's the thing. Here's ultimately the thing because what Ophelia is saying is right. What uh, the, the other gentleman previously – Bebe said is also right. But the thing here, this is the most crucial part. This is all about control. This is the this is the main issue here. This is WWE seeing Mandy Rose being the, the sex pot that she is. Mm-hmm. That they want her to be on their television show. That they built her to yeah. be yep. going off on the side and doing something else, which and honestly, I don't even think. How much of an issue is the raunchiness at this point, if not the money that she's making? Someone someone made some quick math, said she's making $400,000, four, almost half a million. Of, what do you think she's making right now in NXT? I don't know exactly, but I can tell you one thing. It ain't $400,000. Million. It ain't $400, I, I know for a fact that everyone on an NXT uh, on an NXT uh, contract is making less than hundred grand a year. Okay, depending on who you are. Now, Mandy was a main roster uh, yeah, yeah. person, so maybe she maybe she's still hanging on to whatever she was making, but she's making more money by doing what she's doing as opposed Our to time. going to the ring and bumping and training and doing all this shit and listening to shit creative and you know let's otherwise she's taking pics with her with her boyfriend her husband in in their shower that's what she's doing and she's making gobs of cash off of it all the more power to her so it's all control this is ultimately what it all boils down to is what you can't do this without us saying it's okay well she says i'm gonna go back and do it i'm gonna do it anyway and they're gonna be well okay then if we can't come to an understanding, then we're going to have to let you go. I'm just going to let me go. Yeah. I'm fine. I've got uh, most of Twitter that comes and shits at me every time I'm in the ring saying that I stink. You know, it's like, so yeah. I don't need this. I don't yeah. need, and I don't need you. She's, and, and that's the thing is that she ends up being in a position where she, WWE doesn't need, she doesn't need WWE as much as, as much as they like to think she needs them. She Correct. can go off. She's going to do her thing. I, I continue being a fitness model. Like, do what you're, this is what she's really, really good at. You can't take that away from her. She's got, no. she, as far as photography, modeling, she is on par. She's fantastic. She does the raunchy, spicy shit. Good for her. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if she's getting dudes to pay for it, good for her. Yeah. And if anyone and- has a problem with that, they're just mad that a woman can make more money than they than uh, than they can. It's just as simple as that. Yeah, and it's one of those things where I believe before the news went down, I saw somewhere that like I, a subscription to whatever website this was or whatever. I think she was charging like thirteen or fifteen dollars, and then the day she got released, it went up to forty. Good so for her. It went up to forty. Good for her because you, you know, know how many more people pay. probably subscribed on Wednesday. Her subscription number on Wednesday was probably record. And she's going probably way this way as opposed to it was on Tuesday. And she's going, you know, these assholes who leaked my pictures. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to milk them for what they're worth. 
If they if if they're gonna come in here and leak my pictures, they're gonna pay four times the price. You're damn right. Good for her. Yeah, and we have a feel. You get a better clientele with. Yeah, you get a feel a little earlier saying, but like also, hey, Athena, please be more sexy like Mandy Rose. But obviously, hey, there's there's limits. Don't make money off it. Don't make money money for yourself off it. You need to. You need to be sexy for us. I didn't dive too deep into any of like trying to find anything. Just the stuff that had popped up throughout the crux that are social media i didn't find it that offend- i was like oh okay like your butt hurt about that that's a weird thing to be mad about like i've seen just, you guys put worse on your television set <laughs> like literally it's because it's she's because they she's making money, money and they're not getting a cut and that's that's what it ha- that's what it that's why they put those and they oh, relax they they went a little bit lax on them but it's the whole reason and, and Ophelia just literally said it because WWE isn't getting a cut they, they want that money it's control about control yeah it always has been that's why and I get it like Vince isn't here anymore but at the end of the day there's still a bill it's a reason why they put those third party contracts like a couple years ago they were like no you're not doing any of it because no you're making money and not giving me any that's because, all it is. And guess what? This is, and I know people in the, like, I don't understand. I still don't understand those people that shit on other companies that aren't WWE, like, cause they suck, but get the landscape has changed. Like people have shown you don't need the WWE model now to be successful and make mm-hmm. money. Like look and at Matt, Car- Matt Cardona blown up since he left, you know, just to Twitch streams that, you know, Adam Cole's doing, he's killing it. Like you don't need the WWE anymore. You could still wrestle if you want to, and you could do it on your own time and make $400,000 a year and live a very comfortable life. Just put it on a couple of provocative picks. Again, I would do that if I could. I don't, I don't have the body yet. I'm working on it. Do it too. Yeah. I think, I'll I'll, I think a lot of people would, if that was an option for, for, I think, I think it's time to get the it. between two beards calendar back up. That's what I need boys. to do. Yeah. I mean, the new year is coming. The let's new year go. is coming. We could do it between the two be- between two beards. Actual let's get it, of the calendar. Let's get it filled up. Yeah, we can. We can do it. Second edition. Mrs. Plug, um, I'm going to need you to take some pictures that I don't know if you're comfortable with, but <laughs> I'll get you a seventh Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. We got baby saying I wouldn't blame Mandy if she said screw it, but obviously Tony Storm is doing it. And TK obviously doesn't have a problem. I with wouldn't, it, as he shouldn't. I, I don't know what was said. It could have been that simple. It could have been like, hey, listen, we just discovered this. We'd prefer it if you didn't. And she was like, no, nah, I'm going to keep doing me. Yeah. You guys. Look, we saw the same thing happen with Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega was making really, again, not for the same type of content, but Zelina Vega was making really good money with Twitch and all that stuff when they put that those rules into effect. No more third parties, whatever. And she was like, screw you. I'm not, I make more money doing that. And she got fired. They let her go too. So I mean, I mean, this doesn't mean that Mandy Rose is gone forever. We could see her back. I don't know. Who knows? But like, officially, that's my prediction. I think she'll be back. Yeah. Would, uh, would yeah. you, if you're her, do you want to come back after this? Uh, like, come back on my on yeah on like Moore's gonna say yeah on my, on her own terms. Like, hey, yeah, yeah maybe I'll come back. The, but here's the, the deal: salary. I'm still doing this shit. I'll just fall. I'll toe the line, and I won't be maybe as provoked. But I'm doing this. Because so. here's the thing, right? It's like, you know, WWE, see, because, you know, I, I saw articles, from, you know, today, Sports Kita. And sometimes I just want to, I, I just want to, sh- I, I just want to gouge my eyes out. I was like, top five, uh, top five uh, wrestlers 
uh, Mandy Rose could fight in AEW. And I'm like, stop. Don't yeah. do not do this. Don't do yeah. this. Stop. Relax. Don't do this kind of shit. Um, Mandy, like it's like I often like to say, we got to be honest with each other in regards to Mandy. You know, the narrative for the past five years is, is Mandy is improving. That's been her narrative. Yep. But it's yep. been for five years. And I would just like us all to be honest with each other and say, Mandy Rose is a perfectly capable professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. But she's hit her ceiling. Yeah. There will be no, she has not been improved. She did not improve over her reign as NXT champion. She's fine. Don't get me wrong. I'm not here sitting here and saying she's the pits. It's, she's fine. Perfectly competent professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. She can't go to AEW. No. Because the AEW crowd values uh, work rate, they value work rate. Uh, so she's going to get exposed, something fierce and there's no room for her really there's no space for her for, where you can you instantly go oh well the the roster absolutely needs a mandy rose you know she's going to be taken up she's going to be taken up a mid-card spot that other women have been trying to get into for a while like you know penny ford and the bunny and uh you know to a degree layla Hurst. she's eventually going to come back too you know it's like like there's there's no room for her and and frankly if i'm her I take a break from all of this. I continue feeding my Instagram. I continue feeding my 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 paywall content. Mm-hmm. And eventually, WWE is going to call me back. Because WWE calls all of their old people back. Look at what yep. Triple H did. Called all of the old, the, the old mid-carters back. He brought them all back. So she has absolutely... Yep. Everything in her corner to say, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna come back in a few. And years. this is gonna make her like if you Jason a bigger deal. Like people mm-hmm. are gonna go, I gotta see this, I want in. And I, mean, I just I've just never understood this narrative of like these people do these Twitch streams and they make their content outside. Yes, the WWE gave you the building blocks and the foundation, and then you take it and you do something to get other fans in. Like, why is that? I know it's again, it's about the cut, but just take the money out. Why is that such a bad deal to like Adam Cole now has 10 million Twitch followers? And guess what? Not all of those Twitch followers like wrestling. They like the games he plays. But if they go, oh, he's on TV. That's my dude from Twitch. I'm going to come watch. Goes both ways. I'm convinced it goes both ways. That Because yeah. Adam Cole is a super affable guy. Like, he is a perfect oh, yeah. streamer. He's a super oh, good He's streamer. great. I, I follow him. I watch his stuff. Like, he's great. He's great he's at it. He's a good gamer on top of that. So people like yeah. to see like to see him like to see him do his thing. And, you know, he has this whole narrative with the Halo series and all. You know, it's like, it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, like, you know, she I pretty think, much can do whatever she wants now. Like, she's got the, the yeah. world's her oyster. If she wants to wrestle, she can. And again, we don't like, you know, we don't know if there were any discussions, if there were any pre-warnings. It was like, look, Mandy, you have to dump this. Look, Mandy, you have to dump this. Look, Mandy, you have to dump this. Well, you're not going to dump it. We're going to dump you. You know, yeah. We don't know. We we don't know, and that's okay. And it's okay that we don't know. It's fine. It doesn't. It ultimately doesn't change. It doesn't change the narrative. It doesn't change the narrative because if WWE is asking her to get rid of a four hundred thousand dollar operation, and she says no every time, it's fine. Like it doesn't change the narrative. But the outcome is the same, and she still made the right choice. You know? Yeah, hundred percent. And, uh, and it's not an apples to apples comparison because I don't like Jade Cardgill, for instance, went on Talk as Jericho and talked about her beginnings in wrestling and how 
the WWE was interested in her, but yep. she had like, she said that they would have to offer her enough money to make up all of the sponsorships and partnerships she had already had, which she was talking millions of dollars and they weren't going to give that to her on a de developmental deal. And she flat out said, look, I'm not going to sign here because I don't want to ruin those partnerships because if this flops, then I'm, I have, I have to crawl back to these sponsors yeah. that I just cut ties with. And similar to like these content creators, Mandy's and the Adam Cole's just content creation as a whole. I don't care if you're showing your, you know, whatever on OnlyFans or you're gaming on Twitch, like you build that falling, you build that. And then you're telling them like, sorry, I'm shutting it down. And then you're going to try to beg these 10,000 people to come back to you after your WWE Sarah unceremoniously probably released you during the Vince era. It's, it's a very tough, like, okay. I, you know, and that's why I think for Mandy or a Jade or whoever they're like, you know what I can sign wherever I want on a lesser deal, maybe and do less dates and still keep my $400,000 that I can guarantee yearly. And there's no guarantee in wrestling. Like you said, why would I want to take a bump and potentially my career could be over just like that. Mm -hmm. so. And, and, and the truly, well, not the truly sad thing, but it, it is one of the multiple sad things for WWE in this situation is that they spent the better part of a year convincing us that Mandy Rose is, excuse me, Mandy Rose is a dominant champion, right? Yeah. That she's got through the competition and so on and so forth. And now pff, we'll probably never mention it again. Never. You know, yeah, yeah. she's gone. That's it. She's gone. And she's gone in disgrace to a degree. They're not going to mention if they had her leave because they were offended by a butthole picture, they're not going to talk about her on air anymore. They're not going to use her name. She's going to become persona non grata. Is that what it was? Well, doing right. Well, yeah, I didn't know. I'm just I'm, saying, like, if that's what it was, like, really, WWE? Like, I've seen worse like, on your TV screen. The, 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 I, you know, in, in the Mr. Warren Hayes Discord, which is another place you should check out, I, have people, who, I have people who do uh, uh, partake in Mandy Rose's uh, uh, extracurricular activities. None of them have told me that she does outright porn. Like, I know there's yeah. been discussion going around. She doesn't do porn, but the pictures I've been told are quite spicy, quite, quite, quite spicy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I'm just spitballing when I'm talking about buttholes. You know, it's just like to <laughs> I'm me, just saying, it's like spice, uh, it's spice and buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> and and to top it off, all of this again, this is a WWE Optics Week, right? And I've already seen it because I posted about it the second she won. Roxanne Perez. There's already people discrediting her run because Mandy got fired and it's not, that's yeah. the only reason she won. So not only did you take uh -oh. your longest reigning NXT champion and throw her Wait. away. Roxanne was beating her one way or another. Uh, that's what, you I'm know what I mean? That, that's what I'm saying. And I know she was, but you know how the internet works. You know how people I am a, I'm a casual and a WWE viewer. And even I saw the writing on the wall that, yeah. you know, Ro Mandy they're, they're going to build that division around Roxanne. Yes, but you know how it is. They're like, well, yeah. the reason she I got mean, it on Yeah, she well, got it for those circumstances. She was getting it anyway, but now you've got another subset of people going, oh, it lessens her win because they were firing her anyway. Yeah. And that's well, speaking that of your, buttholes. <laughs> Vince McMahon. Let's love, talk Vince oh, McMahon. Okay. Let's like, talk where Vince are we McMahon. Going? Uh, you know, uh, there was a report earlier this week. I believe it was the Wall Street Journal that put it out there. How dare uh, it that, not be fightful 
Or well, Fightful Dave basically poo-pooed. They didn't poo-poo the report, but they poo-pooed the reactions of people inside WWE that were like, no, we're good. We're good. Um, no, I but just the report met that is, whole group of people going, how did a wrestling media not, not break this story? Uh, look, because Vince fed it to them. That's I, why. Excuse me. I, I mean, I apologize, Spencer. I know, like, I've, I've been, I know my language itself has been very spicy. But is this is see this is why we lose the plot on on so many things in wrestling because now all I I saw lengthy arguments over well why didn't wrestling media break this uh, they're yeah. all they're all yeah who cares right. Vince McMahon got well I don't want to scoop you here JPG but he's no, in trouble sure. again yeah. and a mainstream outlet put it out. Why aren't we celebrating this? Who cares that Sean didn't break it or that Dave didn't break it or Mike Johnson didn't break it or, or, or uh, you know, John Pollock? Who, who cares? And I'm pretty sure you ask any of those four guys that I just mentioned, do you guys care? And they'll probably be like, you know what? Kind of dope that, uh, that a major mainstream outlet picked up this, this wrestling story, which is of critical importance outside of our little fucking bubble. Yeah, hundred percent. This is why we bring you on, Warren. This yeah, is it's, why true. Said, it's true. It's true. You probably know more about it than me because I didn't read the article. I only saw the little clip of like how he said he has all intentions of coming back. Let me pull up my notes. Yes. So if there is like actual substance and other bad shit in there, I I honestly. This tells you how good it I am at what I do. I have no idea. I, I just saw. I just saw. I just back. saw the thing. I Yo. just saw that. Yeah, I just saw you the know, thing that I said he it. was like, "Oh, I'm coming back," and I had bad <laughs> people giving me bad. I had people giving me bad advice in, in that my I should mind step away. Oh, that, do you? I saw that. Oh, did you? <laughs> he's. I'm coming back. I said, "The fuck you are." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much all. Like the, Come on. Are you crazy? On, but there's, there's really two levels to this. One which you know wrestling fans and the wrestling brain latch onto, and one which is absolutely much more significant the fact that there is an uh, another a new sexual assault allegation i'm and can we say that on twitch because i know on youtube it's uh it's a bit of an iffy one let's call it an essay i yeah, don't know yeah yeah um i'll, I'll read the thing because I, I i i i did have a copy of the article vince mcmahon the majority owner and former chief executive of world wrestling entertainment inc is facing legal demands from two women who allege that he sexually assaulted them according to internal documents and people familiar with the legal negotiations. And in a November 3rd demand, so just about a month ago, a little over a month, uh, in a November 3rd demand letter to Mr. McMahon's representative, a lawyer for former wrestling referee Rita Chatterton, asked for $11.75 million in damages after she publicly accused Mr. McMahon three decades ago of are her in a limousine. Mr. McMahon has long denied the allegations. The demand letter was reviewed by the Wall Street Journal. So that's the first crucial part of information here. Not new news to wrestling fans because the Rita Chatterton story is that's been around for three decades. We all know. Was that like late 80s, early 90s types? Like that was a long time ago. She she got, uh, she it was in a limousine in the 80s and she came out, remember on Geraldo in the 90s when he had his, uh, when he had his talk show back day uh and she she made the accusations publicly there the wwe denied it if i'm not mistaken they filed a civil suit saying that this had created irreparable damage blah 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 but they dropped it right wwe dropped it wwe dropped it 
because they sued her over this. Yeah. Yeah. And, she, and, I, and if I'm not mistaken, this is the first time that she is uh, that she is uh, lawyering up. This is the first time now, that she's, like now, current yeah, time. Exactly. And okay. she can do it because in the state of California and in New York, they have uh, they've waived uh, the um, not the grace period, but the, uh, you know, the, 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 I'm, no, I, the, the statutes, the, of limitations. statute of limitations, limitations. Look at, look at me. Yeah. Look, at, look at us, guys. I know uh, stuff. So they waived that. So now three decades later, she can go back into this. So good for this coming back to haunt Vince McMahon. It's what he deserves. Yep. Now, the second thing, and this is new news here. In a separate November email to Mr. McMahon's attorney, a lawyer for a former spa manager said that Mr. McMahon assaulted his client in, a two, in 2011 at a California resort, an incident previously unreported in the media. So this is new. Yeah, speaking new. When I was reading this, I was like, "Wait a second! Uh, we know about this. This is the um, this is the Tanzibar thing, right? The 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 the, the, the tanning yeah. salon where he had, but no, no, because because the, 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 then I was like, no, the Tanzibar thing is in that's in Florida. This is in California, and it was the week of a of a show. Like they WWE was putting on a show there, mm-hmm. and and the story even goes on to say the 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 spa manager." Reported it to the resort. We don't know what happened there. But she also told her husband. And her husband grabbed the baseball bat and drove down to the arena where WWE was holding the show. And he was like, I want to talk to Vince McMahon. Oh, baseball bat 10. Awesome. He was pretty swing. Yeah. So this was unreported. So, um, so this, including the NDAs, right? Right? Seven women. This makes nine. This means this makes nine uh, uh, SA allegations that are out there, and we know seven of them are probably real because there's NDAs around them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nothing that these two are real. Maybe, and I and I don't know. Maybe those two that just came out had NDAs on them. Maybe like who knows? You know, probably not because she was not. She hasn't worked with WWE for since the eighties and. Vince probably wasn't smart enough at the time to do that that, that kind of stuff. And he yeah. wasn't a traded company and so on and so forth. Kayfay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this woman here, she was uh, she was an employee of... Because uh, the, the NDAs are... They're, they're all former WWE employees. The NDAs okay. are. Yeah. Sense, they yeah. all used to be office staff. There's I thought maybe the civil suit that got office. dropped, maybe there was something tied to that. But okay. Probably not. Probably not. So, so I mean, that is that is crucial news, mm-hmm. and 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 I still and I, I at this point, like defending Vince McMahon is indefensible at this point because where there's smoke, there's fire. If if you know you could, if you wanted to be a bad faith actor, and you know, and 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 all these accusations came out within a three week period, you'd be like a oh, conspiracy, and you know, you'd put. But this shit has been going on for 30 years. Mm-hmm. It's been going on for 30 years, and he's yep. he has patterns. We see the patterns in a, the, the, the tanning salon, the spa resort. How many others do we not know about? Because this is the thing. We know about we know about nine different women who had to suffer through this. Right. We know how many others are because there is again smoke, there's fire. There's other instances of this. Oh, 100%. If, if there's it was statistics like one out of five don't say anything, maybe two. 
But at this point, yeah. it's like you can't yeah. you can't renege this. You can't be like, oh, you know, Vince. No. Yeah. They have no proof. There's nine women in right. different areas, like in different decades, and not even in the employee of WWE. Like we're all over the place at this point. Yeah. You got to cut this shit out. This is yeah. ridiculous. Vince is a creep. Yep. And he's a criminal. And it's <laughs> it's one of those things where all so all in the midst of this, clearly we're having new allegations. And like Warren said, I think, you know, you can't say it's 100% definite without evidence and things like mm -hmm. that. But like Ophelia says, 40 years, only nine. Definite. Look at Death. Yeah, exactly. It's like Al Capone. Yeah. They they nailed Al Capone because of income tax. Yeah. But we know what we right. knew. What we know, yeah. Fuck, man. You know, it's yeah. like the, listen, look. Yeah. This gets me incensed. Yeah. And so like, OJ OJ goes to jail for selling for stealing memorabilia. No, OJ goes to jail because exactly. they know they fucked up a murder trial. That's why he went to jail. Exactly. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh and in the midst of all that, the the more serious stuff, the more serious allegations that we're dealing with, the the the, the report was that Vince, and his crazy brain, enough to think, which he's is an old back. crazy man creep o brain, he says, "Oh, I have all in. I'm coming back. Hundred percent. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I I fully intend on making a comeback. I should have never left. I had bad people telling me bad advice to step down when I shouldn't have. It would have just blown over. It would have just blown over." Let's have a little fun with this. Who are the bad? Who are the the people who gave him bad advice? Who are who are the people? Probably the I would guess the board of the board his of kids? trustees. His kids, his kids, Triple and H, Stephanie, Rick? Shane, Linda, maybe Nick. Yeah, Nikon probably. I mean, yes. in, in a kayfabe world, like he loves the Undertaker. Was it Taker? Like, bro, <laughs> like a Taker it, probably was like, no, no, Vince, you do, you hide a shiv and just be, yeah. you know. It, it, you, you hold it like this. You put it in, and no one sees it coming in because you're holding it like this. Listen, Vince, you don't want to be you don't want to be there anyway because all these kids yeah. do are play video games in the yeah, locker exactly. room. Yeah, like, sponsors yeah. and other people with money, probably. Um, and Fightful Select came out right away, within hours, and was like, "Yeah, we talked to a lot of people in WWE. Nobody wants Vince to come back." Yeah, uh, hey. <laughs> exactly, exactly. The only person that thinks that people want Vince back are, is Vince. Um, and maybe Bruce Pritchard, maybe, maybe, but maybe. it's Bruce Pritchard, like Bruce Pritchard, like what is his, is he just pulls it like trips is like, do you just go sit in the corner till your contract's up, play with these blocks. You're fine. Like it's we don't need like, you right now. The, give the interesting... phone, give me your cell phone, Bruce. You don't know. No, you're not. You're not who are you talking, talking to Bruce? Bruce, who are you talking to? Who are you texting? You're white. Who are you talking to? Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things where the interest in the product is much higher now since Vince has left the product itself. And I know like Warren, I, I know this, it's not a perfect product, We're gonna but get it, into is, that. It, it is an exponentially more entertaining product since Vince has left. Uh, okay. To an extent, to, I know Rowan, I know <laughs> to an extent though, uh, to an extent. Exponentially. Yeah. I mean. Right. I mean, yeah, I'm not seeing. It. You know, there's certain things about we're it. Try least, not to it, laugh about. We're trying to. No, be I know, tonight. I know, but I, maybe exponentially was the wrong word. But at least, like, it seems like the person running the show gives a shit. Oh, <laughs> that, maybe. 
seems like yes. Kristen like, Ashley's in the oh, house. Oh, we got Kristen Ashley popping <gasps> in, saying hello. Good to see you. Glad you're here. Thank you for the, the first lady of the Mr. Wong show. Um, oh, you God, sing it. Man. You sing like, it really well on Tuesday yeah, nights. Yeah, you, you, can. Can. you do it every one. Kristen Ashley, the first lady of the Mr. Warren Hayes show. Yeah. yeah. Now, Mrs. Pluggo, I hope you're not watching because I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> you don't think you could come up with a jingle for Mrs. Pluggo? Mrs. Pluggo, Pluggo the first lady. <laughs> well, for hold on, hold on, hold on. We didn't agree together that there would be a first lady the of Christmas the Christmas tree. We gotta, we gotta talk about that. Wait um, a what? She is the. She was the first listen, lady. Okay. Listen, we'll right. talk about well, it. Co-first ladies? Uh, yeah. Co-first right. well, I mean, people? Yeah, whatever. Um, anyway. Yeah. But fucking, fucking dude. Vince Christmas trees. Like, let's, let, <laughs> let's, see, let's see about this Vince coming back, okay? What would be the distinct advantage of Vince McMahon coming back? For real, though. Like, is there anything that points to Vince being a good idea. Now, we were talking about the quality of the product. That's entirely subjective. And, yeah. You know, yes. Christmas thing. queen. There you go. Could I be. would say uh, there isn't a positive. There isn't. Budget cuts, I guess. He's really good with the numbers. Because I, I, I would think at this point, kidding. with the stuff that we just discussed, the more serious part of the Vince story, like the investors, the people that have if you money, come, at, they're not. Um, you know, yeah. the worst part, though, is like, when he left at the at the first run of this, he's still like treated like a god within certain WWE universe circles. Like they were cheering for him. Like, like you see it on the internet. Like, there's still just this group of people that are just like bow down to Vince, and it's like and sing along to the. Is theme. there? But that's what worries me. Like, is there enough of us in the wrestling community that would shut that shit down? Like. Yeah. Let's and I'm gonna, use- you know, I'm gonna steal her thunder. Like I watched the Queen of Ring, the Queen of the Ring, do a TikTok live yesterday, and she was talking about how you know we all banded together and got that fabulous moolah wiped off that trophy via Snickers. You know, could we do that with Vince and be like, if you do it, like we're all pulling the plug with the sponsors. Like if Mattel is mad, use Mattel, the action figures is mad at Mandy. They can't possibly be behind this idea. Right. Look, you, no, but you, you're absolutely right. Uh, the see, this is one of the reasons why it is a good. It's a. It's good that this story was broken in mainstream media in the Wall Street Journal, which is a you know specialized mm-hmm. for investors, right? For people mm-hmm. who you know, who play the stock market uh, and who follow this stuff, ec- economics, so on and so forth. Yep. Um, don't kid yourselves, right? Like we, Vince was pushed out of. Oh yeah, his position yeah. because he was probably getting pressure from the business partners, from progressive auto insurance, from you know the Mars Bar Company, right? From yeah. fucking Beyblades. <laughs> you know, like they, you mean were, you mean the Austin Austin Theory? theory? You, yeah, uh, Austin what? Theory sponsor? Is that what you're talking yeah. about there? No, but. Like, like for sure, and not just the sponsors, the business partners, Fox. Uh, 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 what is it? It's it's NBC, NBC, NBC Universal. Yeah, right. I mean, for sure, they're calling Nick Khan. They're saying, you know what, Vince? There, it's kind of turning into a stain on everything. That 
And all of this is happening when WWE is going to be is going to enter a year of renegotiations for their deal next year, 2023. They're going to start renegotiating. So, yeah. So, of course, everyone is going to put some pressure here. And if Vince comes back, that takes leverage away from WWE, from the company, to be like, yeah, let's ask for a lot more money because then Fox is going to be like, no, you've got Vince and he's a liability. So we might not, we're going to give you a raise. Like, don't kid yourselves. WWE is getting a massive raise this year. But will they end up, will they, you think they'll be on Fox still? Yeah, I think so. Oh, absolutely. I don't, I don't, there's, there's nothing that indicates that on a Friday night on that time slot that anything Fox would put on would, would, would generate 2 million, over 2 million, 2.2 million uh, uh, total viewership on a Friday night. There's, you know, it's like, absolutely. I'm sure they're happy with those numbers. I'm convinced, convinced they're happy with those numbers. Um, so, you know, so, so that's part of the, that, that's one thing there. And that's economics. That's basic stuff. That's why Vince got pushed out because he was probably getting calls from Steph calls from Nick Khan going, Vince, we're getting calls from, we're getting emails. We're getting texts. Uh, you got to hit the bricks, man. And this, yeah. you know, this, Enjoy your of- retirement. And, and they, you know, they weren't, they, when that one's on a, a place like wall street journal, comes out with this stuff the phone calls and the texts and the people reaching out it's not and this is not a you know it's not wrestling inc that's calling wwe and saying hey we need to know about this it's not fightful i'm sure they are obviously but this is cnn this is nbc this is abc this is espn this is and they're calling the pr department and oh yes pissed about this oh yeah because like you said it's not Sean Ross Sapp. It's not Mike Johnson. Colin is like, I'll oh, just blow him off. I need a you quote. Know? Give me a quote. You know, like, no, this is high ranking mm-hmm. news outlets that are saying, hey, we're going to do some investigative journalism on this shit. You need to talk to us about this. And, let's and, and on top of it, like the WWE needs Fox more than Fox needs WWE, right? They could, like you said, they could just throw they could just throw whatever on Friday night and probably be okay. I mean, they're not maybe right. I, it's a bit, it's a hand in hand, but if you think about it, like I'm paying you a quarter of a billion dollar or a billion dollars or whatever it may be for liabilities. Like I could just do, I could put on college basketball. I could put on, you know, college football. I could have the NFL do a Friday night game if I really wanted. So, I, I, so, okay, I, I, WWE is going to go to whoever is going to give them the most money, right? right? So, yes. it's simple as that. They, whether it's Fox or ABC or you know whatever, it doesn't matter. They're going to go wherever the where, whoever gives them the most money. Um, right now in the TV market, live sports is the is the hottest ad rate commodity, right? So, oh. it, it because it is still the only thing that people will sit down and tune in to watch as opposed to DVR it, watch it later, watch it on streaming, wait till, you know, it's like whatever, you know, you got a football game on, you've got a basketball game down, people sit down and watch it because no one really watches a, ba- a football game three days after, right? You don't no. like, that's why I got out of the sports media game. Cause it's like, once it's passed that if I missed it, it's really hard to like, to go back and go back and, and watch, yeah, no. So you know, and, and so as far as ad rates go, pure ad rates, like revenue that comes into the network and is shared with whoever is creating the, it is the it's at its highest it's ever been, and it is a hot, 
hot commodity. That's why TNT, you know, brought in the NHL, right? That's why they have basketball because this is where, this is where the money is. That's why Amazon wants to get into it yeah. with the NFL. You yeah, know? Their, their Thursday night product is shit. Sorry, oh, it's Amazon. Bad. It's, it's bad. real bad. You guys you know, suck. Like, the, the, the point is, is that they, yeah. they want to dip no, their sure. in it so that eventually they can go full body, right? Yep. So, so Fox wants this type of programming. They want live sports that they Welcome can. Welcome to the chat, Banana King 274. What's up? And, and his googly eyes. Yeah. Um, so, like, so whatever. They want the live sports stuff from a company that guarantees them, and don't forget this, guys, that guarantees them original live content for 52 weeks in the year. Yeah, there's no seasons. There's no seasons. No seasons. Mm -hmm. You know, and and we're not, you know, we're not Screen Actors Guild. There's no, like, weird fees to pay. We're doing our thing, right? So, So does Fox... The, the, does Fox need WWE? Probably not. But I again on a Friday night from eight to ten p.m. Yeah. doing two point two million and really good demos, like uh, four, you know, uh, what uh, four point sevens and stuff. No, not four point seven, but point fours, point fives, so on and so forth. They're yeah. doing really good demos. On top of that, I think it's a. I think they want to hang on to it. I think they want to hang on to it because I don't think, you know, no disrespect because it's a show I love. I don't think, you know, putting Bob's burgers on a Friday, on a Friday night is going to generate that much attention. And and I think they're doing 2.2 million with people that triple H is sick of already. (laughs) Well, what what a, what a transition that was. Porto. Because there, there, there is eighty-one episodes of this. That's pretty good. You're learning something, man. You're learning something. Let me tell you, Uh, there are reports that Triple H, you know, he's brought back a lot of people since he's come back. Yeah, Uh, a lot of people. Um, And there are reports that he might not be thrilled with how all of those have turned out. Now, names. You know, yes. like you know, when I read that, I'm like, think. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be fair, you're not gonna be like, in not everyone's gonna be a home run. You're not gonna hit. You know, a home not run everyone bats a thousand. Time. You know, but in this scenario, trips, you gotta put these people in places to succeed in order to get the most out of them. And my my number one off the top of my head is Johnny Gargano. Like you, is, is that one of the ones? Were there names mentioned in this report? No, no. Let's have fun. Let's speculate. Let's have okay. fun. You, We're gonna speculate. I mean, this is mine. This is my number one. Without going down a list, like you debuted him really well. We talked about it on this show. The ten o'clock spot. You gave him like the spotlight. He's back. Johnny Wrestling didn't go to AEW, and then you put him in this absolute dog shit of a. He's a manager. Program. And you make him basically a manager trying to get money for Dexter Loomis. Is that the best use creatively for one of the best wrestlers on the planet? No, because no, you have to have him. But you're going to get mad that he's not succeeding. 
No, you have to you have to have him lose to Amas on top of that. You have to have him lose yeah. to Baron Corbin mm-hmm. on top of that. Mm-hmm. You have to have him lose to the Miz. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. It's it plug out. I am with you. I am so with you. I made a kick on, on the members only stream last week, which I do when I stream on youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. Subscribe today. I I I made the case that Johnny Gargano is the is the is, is patient zero when it comes to the Triple H era, not even close to being as good as everyone thinks slash hoped it would be. Because I remember, and you guys were you guys were watching Black and Yellow back in the day. Oh too. my God, yeah, of course, of course we were. It was the best fucking wrestling show on earth, right? Yep. Of course, we all watched it. He's and Johnny what, Wrestling not managing. Yes, affiliate. Damn straight. There you go. And what were we all saying back then? We were saying. Hopefully Johnny Gargano never gets up to the to main roster because Vince won't know what to do with him. But if Triple H is there, oh my goodness, he's gonna he's gonna Champa and Gargano and they're gonna be pushed to the moon because Triple H knows wrestling. Triple H knows how to hand he knows how to deliver. The, well, he has his boys in his hands. He has the guy. He has his top baby face. Triple H's top baby face is right there in his hands. He can do whatever the hell he wants with them. And he's having a job to Omas. Yep. It's absurd. Yeah. It is proof. It is. It, that's the concrete proof that whatever, everything people created in their mind canon that Triple H was going to change the main roster and that it's become so exponentially good. <laughs> it hasn't moved a thing. That nothing has changed. It's exactly the same thing. It's. Paul Levesque or Vince McMahon, I can't, I honestly can barely tell the difference. It's fair. It's fair. I'm not a major creep. I think that that's the distinction. Yeah. yeah. Triple H might be an an all right individual. Uh, We'll see. What about you, JPJ? Who's your, like, if it was you, like, well, the one that springs to mind the most to me, I mean, Gargano's a good one. Uh, Karrion Cross. I felt like they brought Karrion Cross back and immediately was involved with Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre his first night. <laughs> like immediate. Like um, like night one comes back, beats the shit out of Drew McIntyre, has a stare down with the undisputed champion and Roman Reigns, and then what? Exactly. You know exactly, what's funny right? about this conversation, boys? This is like the AEW haters. This is what they bitched about. Oh, the debut, the big pop, the return, and then nothing. Tony Khan doesn't know how to manage his roster. Well, it's ex- that's exactly what is happening on WWE. I mean, the it, right? The 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 the, the midfinity gauntlet, as I like to call it. Right? That the yeah. meme. Here, it it's just full of people that people were really excited about, and everything just petered out everything just like yeah you know and uh we're talking carrying cross you know but there's there's things that you know i as you know a lot of people are like oh well we told you so paul you know hit row without swerve nothing yeah <laughs> sorry. Sorry. top yeah. did you think top dollar future uh host of the tonight show top dollar <laughs> did you <laughs> that he was going to be able to carry this oh Sweetheart, baby Paul. Yeah, no. No, it wasn't gonna happen. It wasn't gonna it happen. Was gonna happen. 
Um, there was something magical about Hip Bro with Swerve and all the pieces. Like it was the hottest thing on NXT when they did this. Like they were making the changes. It it, it needs Swerve. It's like that. Yeah, it needs somebody, Yeah, it needs a. It was yeah. the, a top he, he was your top you guy. Need, you need the crown jewel of the group. That's right. there's no crown jewel right now. You have all the background players, but you don't have you don't have the the, the yes. crown jewel, yeah. and which was Swerve. But let's get you know. mad at them. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, clearly, yeah. It's clearly um, an issue, not us. I, you know, uh, yeah. Well, was, I, I, go ahead. I'll even go I, as far as to say, even things that we got excited about, and and with with extremely talented wrestlers like Dakota Kai, like he, right? Yeah. He fumbled completely. Like every time I turn on TV, they don't win. And this I is this, this was. A layup, an alley oop, if you prefer. Like there was, there was nothing of a, all the hires, the rehires that Triple H did. Whether it's Braun Strowman or uh, fucking uh, the, you know, Bray Wyatt, or there was no easier alley oop than those three women together: Bailey, mm-hmm. Io Shirai, and Dakota Kai. And a layup, but no. The minute they lost that tournament oh and rewon the titles like two weeks later, it was like, this is it. They're done. They're toast. Yep. Yep. They're, that was a huge mistake. As being a, a huge deal, they had the Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair, the, the People's Champion, right? Everyone loves Bianca. She's yep. at SummerSlam. She just finished her match. She sees those three arrive and, you know, panic overcomes yeah. you can see it and it's like oh shit i'm in trouble now yeah, it's about to go down yeah you're like let's go let's go triple h era let's do this but no same shit as usual just a bunch of jabrones no one gets over we're 50 50 every we're not even 50 50 in the 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 damage control ladies no, they lose no, it's like, 80 20 it's like, it's like, like yeah, 80 20 best brutal it's- Mess and now and now they're 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 eating manhandle slams by Becky Lynch right and left like who can they're they're geeks now they yeah. they managed to geek out Io Shirai arguably one of the greatest wrestlers of the past ten years managed to make her look like a fucking geek yep yep and like, and it's it's very bizarre I could I I would even make an argument that. Um, and you had mentioned Bray Wyatt. I would even make an argument that you want to talk about like an all-time debut. Bray Wyatt's return, or, or no, not debut, but a return. Bray Wyatt's return in the way that that was done in Extreme Rules was amazing. All-time moment, the new do- the door, the intro video, the defunct, kind of worn down. It was all perfect. And then... And then the, it's, it stains for a couple of weeks, right? Because yeah. people... Want to see him back, and he cuts these. And there's small things that I've liked along the way, but it's like, where are we? But like, did you bring this guy back to feud with fucking L.A. Knight? And that's not a bad thing about L.A. Knight. L.A. Fine, like Eli Drake or L.A. Knight. It's like, is that why we brought this guy back here to do this? Like, why? Like, he's been feuding with L.A. Knight for four, um, three weeks now. A month. Like, why are we doing this? Like, I don't. Because they canceled. Because they canceled day one. It's just like, yeah. man, I don't know. I just, and I'm someone who 
clearly by earlier, like I was, I do have high hopes. I still do. And I, and I think I at least, and maybe it's my brain just telling me so, but I do enjoy watching the product more now than I was six, seven, eight months ago. And that's, but I do feel like all the things that we got, like that first month at Triple H, it was like, holy shit, all these guys are coming back. Look at this, the wrestling on here. He'll know Champa's winning tournaments and being in the main events of Raw. This is awesome. Good wrestling on the show. All this stuff. Holy crap. You know, you know, it's like, yeah, Kevin Owens is back being the prize fighter. Here we go. Champa's in a good role. Gargano's back. Candice LeRae's back. They brought damage control. And now, we're coming up to the hot time of the year. It's it's we're getting there. It's mania season. And it's like, all right, well, like all the people that came back are like not important at all. And the people that are important are the same people that were important before. Can I like I ask you to find Jeff? Why is that? Right? Like you said it earlier, Triple H, you got the keys. Stephanie, you guys got the keys. Like you can literally do, and I understand like right out of the gate you don't want to completely overhaul everything you might want to incrementally get some stuff in there because you got to tie up some storylines you got to tie up some this but why aren't they just like this is our product why is it like let's just do what we've done for 30 years is it it's it's, it's got to be right they're making billions of dollars the record profits so why change it if it's not broke don't fix it yeah, but that's, i mean i, I, I mean is that it because it's like, like I have a couple of like I, I you know I, I waffle between two ideas right the one the one that I think makes the most sense is exactly what you said it ain't it, it ain't broke we're making the company has never been this profitable never in its history has it been has it been making this much money why would we screw around with the with with the formula especially going into renegotiation season mm-hmm. you know what if we start you know, toying around with stuff and ratings really start to drop. And then Fox goes, well, it was good when, uh, what's his name was around, but now, you know, Top dollar. <laughs> but still, you know, like that's, that's the crux of it. Right. I yeah. think that, that, that has something to do with it. I also think that there are still a lot of Vince loyalists, nonetheless, Vince, uh, excuse me, Stephanie, Paul, their family. Mm-hmm. I think if they come in and they like tear everything down to real rebuild it up, I think that's an indictment on the legacy of Vince McMahon. Something that maybe they don't want to do, you know, which yeah. is plausible, you know. Yep, 100%. just don't want to completely torch what he did because then that would be admitting that everything. That had been going on previously was bad. You it's know, like in sports, you don't fire the entire coaching staff. You start with like the special teams, and then because you don't want that big hire to be like, oh, we screwed up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. So uh, unless you're Urban, what's his name? Right. Then, yeah, yeah. Urban unless you do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see you later. Hit the um, Best uh, thing but, he did was show up on AEW television. Truly. <laughs> anyway, that's an old discussion for another day. And I don't know much about sports, but I know about that. Um, so just just to tell you, um, so so I think it's you know it, maybe it's a little bit of both, you know. Um, but but I mean the thing here is that when Triple H took over, he had, and uh, you know 
Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics, right? When he's doing when he's doing uh, analysis of, of of WWE's risks and strengths and weaknesses and mm-hmm. challenges, he or AEW as well, right? He would always uh, list as a as a strength or an opportunity for for AEW to grow the presence of Vince McMahon in WWE, right? Yeah. Which was beneficial to AEW oh, in multiple yeah. ways. Mm-hmm. Now that he's gone, and Triple H is there, Triple H had the opportunity to stick it to AEW. He really did. He had the door wide open to be like, "All right, we're done with uh, we're, we're we're done with this kid, this upstart coming in, and in good old fashioned, you know, WWE uh, tradition, just go right for the jugular and do a bunch of shit, be a little combative." sneak some top talent over whatever but mostly change the way the shows are structured the way they're yep. presented the way they do it just be like no look this feels look fresh we're starting anew and he really had the opportunity to do it but he didn't and it is a missed opportunity at this point because you know it still feels like WWE we're yeah. I'm not talking about the quality I'm not it feels like WWE yeah. And, and I think that's a good way to put it because it's like if you if you watch Raw now, you know there is more wrestling on the shows than there was before, and there's things like that. But the it still feels like it's the old. It still feels like it's the old the old show. And I With feel just like a different coat of paint with different people. Yes, and I feel like Triple H had a window of not only opportunity because he was given the keys to the castle, but he also had a window of like the fans were pumped. It was like, Oh shit. It was a good faith. It it was like, he had like a a buffer there where it was like, bro, do whatever you like. We got you, man. We're ready. We're pumped. We are ready. We've been waiting for this. That's what I meant when I said stick it to AEW. Yeah. That's exactly what I meant. It's like, get the people so invested in our product again. And then, you know, Stop talking about you know whatever you nerds are doing over here. They're, they're all going to come to us, right? It, it, it and and it, I like there's business decisions that I that I speculate on that make sense towards this. You don't want to rock the boat too much, you know, renegotiation, so on and so forth. You got multiple business partners that you have to appease at the same time. Like you know, we make it sound like it's easy, but it very likely is not. You yeah, know. Yeah. But um, but still, it's like you, you cannot but not look at all of this right now and be like, why isn't this better? Why isn't why is Raw's rating still dropping? Like it makes yeah. no sense because on one hand, I have you know fellow podcasters going out there saying, Oh, WWE's so good now. Well, if it's so good, why isn't the business through the roof? Because I, I look at it and it feels looks smells the same <laughs> it's like it's, is that you got the smell of vision with that spencer love money listen I can't smell the product I, can't. I, I have become the r&d department of love wrestling so, <laughs> i'm trying welcome. to get stuff yeah. <laughs> well no, yeah and he said it, like he had that month or two where it was like and i noticed the narrative too like all of a sudden all the aw problems the honeymoon was over, right? And WWE, it's all roses and sunshine again. And now it's just like I've noticed that it's 
the w the wwe stuff is starting to creep back up where it's negative 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 and aw starting to kind of right some of the wrongs and it's like you said it trips you had the shot and i mean you still have an opportunity don't get me wrong it's not like anybody it's not like bruce prisher's taking the pen from triple h you know what i'm saying we're not going to go down that road again but you got to do some damage control for a lack of a better uh, word where it's like <laughs> the, you had it it was there and, and the the you know if there's anything more wwe than bringing back you know a fan favorite wrestler a guy that people had been clamoring to see return bray wyatt let's name mm-hmm. him i've been clamoring to see him return bring him back hot as fuck mm-hmm. and then suddenly cools down because they got nothing for him because he's doing the same thing week after week. And yet people are going to tell me, oh, they're building a story. But if it, if the story is interesting, people are going to tune in and they're going to st- keep talking about it. They're going to get excited about it. You know, we're in a, you know, WWE gets into these holding patterns when it comes to their stories, right? Let's say a story goes from point A to point A, from point A to point B to point C, and point D is the conclusion, let's say. They're going to start at point A, they're going to go to point B, and then they might go to point C, but then they're going to stay in point C and point C and point C for a few weeks. Oh, you know what? They might even go back to point B at some point. Yeah, and then go back to point C. One line story, because I feel like we we move ahead with Sami Zayn, but then Sami Zayn has to prove himself. But then Sami Zayn's okay, but then Sami Zayn has to prove himself again. I'm like, we've been telling the same same story for three weeks now. Come on now. What's going on? And it's one of those things that like AEW is kind of endearing and we all kind of love is they'll give you, they'll give you Brian Danielson versus Hangman on their weekly television and not save it for, yeah, they do less pay-per-views, but not save it for like, why, why wait? If you got the strike while the iron's hot, do it, make the match. Yep. And then, hey, we got Throwback throwing some cheers our way, saying, what's good, dudes? It's been one insane week. Everybody's still sick in the house. Brody's up, and we're watching. Miss being on, and was an honor to be here. I, this is why you read. Keep killing it. I don't know when I'll be streaming in, but always love. We love you. Thro- and Warren was an amazing help when I started out. Yeah, Warren Warren is awesome. You're awesome, yeah. Warren. Yeah, shout out to Throwback. Hope everybody gets better for the holidays that are coming up. Warren helped True. me out when I first started. I remember I was just some young little, little, little not even Plugo yet. I wouldn't even Plugo. He, he, you know. Well, like, oh, Warren I'll gave you the name Plugo, didn't he? Did. he? Really? He yeah. Did. So, so that's how. If he ever needs a cut, if this ever gets big and Plugo gets like you know, some you know, you'll, brandy, get, a you'll get a you'll call get, from your. Yeah, you'll get an lawyers. invoice. You'll get an invoice in the mail going, "Hey, remember that?" Yeah, but yeah. I'll also be like, "Remember all those times I made, gave you all that Spencer money, like." Come on, dude. Like, let me have some. Let me <laughs> let me profit off of the likeness that you gave me. <laughs> oh man, a lot of news. I think yeah. it's a really interesting part. Like, it, it, it's all very interesting. All you know, uh, how the because there's a lot of you know, I as wrestling fans, a lot of times we're going to think with our passion, with our love, with yes, of, of wrestling and the love of the performers because there's a lot. There's a lot of people that we legitimately are attached to and we want them to do good. We want our favorites to to do their thing well and so on and so forth. But, you know, so, you know, it's very interesting to see how the Triple H era will go moving forward um, because there's a lot of business uh, uh, considerations that we don't necessarily see that we can speculate on, that we can look at, you know, considering that there's decades of precedent for WWE to see how they operate in their business, 
you know, we're not just spitballing here. We can look to the past and be like, make assumptions and, 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 and speculate. So it'll be interesting to see how the next year develops because it's going to be another big year for renegotiations, for a new contract, new money. Yep. And then after that, see what Triple H does. You know what I mean? Even mm -hmm. see what Triple H is going to do with his first WrestleMania. That, that's, that's where I'm like, because we're getting to the season. We're getting to the season. I am very interested to see what Triple H does with his first WrestleMania and where he's going to go. Because right now, um, I, yeah, I mean, you're going to have to figure out and, you know, the rumors are that he has his top matches set in stone or whatever they are. Cool. That's great. Hopefully they're great stories that are getting, you know, and there's rumor that they well, it's not rumor. It's confirmed that John Cena's coming back around for mania and, you know, there's still the rumor of the rock, you know, all these things happening. It's very, that's where I'm at. I'm very interested to see like, okay, we got the rumble coming up in about seven weeks, six, seven weeks now, things like that. Um, yeah. Throwback. We talked about that a little while ago when we kind of started diving into the Vince topic. Yes. The TV deals are almost coming up. Um, thank you for, again, for some more cheers there. We appreciate you, buddy. Um, I'm very interested to see the direction they go because it's WrestleMania season and that's the season where the most eyes are on WWE. It's their season from the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania. That's the season. Um, and they're going to have to do something to really garner some real excitement. Uh, and the matches need to be good. And it's not just about the matches. It's about the stories and where we're heading to the, like what's going to get us to those mania moments. And, um, you know, uh, hopefully good. What about all the talent and all this, right? That there's the report that he's not happy with them. What about all this talent that like re-signed or came back saying, okay, trips is in charge now. Oh, wait a minute. I'm doing the same song and dance I was doing before. If not worse, like I can't imagine like maybe Johnny Gargano, for instance, just throwing, his bank account feels much better, more secure, but is he really getting more out of this storyline than he was, you know, in the black and gold brand or what he may be able to do on the independent scene. I'm just using him as an example because he's fresh in my mind, but Mia Yim, like is this stuff Mia Yim is doing with the OC much better than what she was. She just had a killer match with Mickey James on impact. Like, is she going, Oh man, did I really fall for this? And I came back and it's not what I had hoped. I don't know. I mean, well, I guess those stories will be told when they, ultimately yep. leave the company is, or whatever but it's this, it's, it's, this it's one this is when you have to give a you have to give a year a couple of years yeah, to see, yeah. you know because yeah. there, there's always this thing in wwe where you bring in someone and then oh he has to pay their dues they have to pay their dues right they have to lose the matches i'm like why is johnny gargano paying fucking dues yeah. on yeah. main he like bled it, for your brand like, yeah, he gave you matches of the decade in nxt like, he gave you he gave you the greatest story ever told that you was told in your whole company like that the champa that's the greatest thing that happened and you, um you filled basketball arenas for you trips yeah literally and it's you just know. one of those things where you know you got to take that l to omos to show us that you're down yeah and you got and you, we got to see where it goes you know like and again like when you look back on it like he's only been in charge since august so it's only been you know, and like Warren says, that's where you got to see. You got to give it a year. You got to give it whatever. Like he, it's only been four months. 
again, it's been a, you know, not, you're muted, bro. I can't hear you. I said, name that notable Johnny Gargano match since he's been here. Since he's came back. There game hasn't back. been one. No, that's exactly. what I'm saying. It's the Moss. Yeah, it's against exactly. Moss where he got God damn. But, you know. So back sent another cheer real quick. We'll get he's yeah, he sent his head now, but he thank says, Thank you, you Warren, for being a part of the wicked crazy pinfalls. Keep killing it. We'll always be watching and supporting amazing stuff. Appreciate that, my friend. Appreciate I don't know all the why love. he keeps plugging that anchor FM stuff. That was bad. That was well, not great. Maybe he wants to embarrass you, so he wants Plugo to go used see it. to do podcasts in his car because yeah, you gotta start somewhere, brother. You gotta start somewhere, brother. If anybody called me during said podcast, it would cut it off. Wow. I didn't know what I was well, there doing. You go. Well, at least Throwback was a fan. He says it was amazing. <laughs> I appreciate you. I guess I'm my harshest critic. We all look back at our stuff that we started yeah. out doing. We go, I can't believe I thought that was a good idea. But yeah. no, I had Throwback on. Warren was on. I got to talk to some really cool people back in the day. I guess you got to start somewhere. Now I'm here. Hang yeah. out with you, gentlemen. And speaking of amazing... It's always an amazing time when Warren Thank talks, by, especially when he's here uh, for full episodes hanging on. And he's got some time on Thursdays now, obviously, with his show moving to Tuesdays a little while back. So we get to have him on. For, you know, he used to just pop in and do the quick run-ins because he had to go do a show of his own. But now a little more freedom. So when he's available and we can hop him on, especially he's on, available, a, he likes to on get a week like this years. where there's just a lot of shit going on. It's one of those things where, you know, we get to enjoy the fruit two hours with Warren. I'm sure he's like, I just want to get the fuck away from these guys. <laughs> no, but, uh, I, no, I come here and I enjoy uh, like, you know, it's, you know, it's the kind of thing. Look, a little inside baseball here. I always, I always tell my, you know, I tell Kristen is all oh, I was invited to do this podcast. Oh, I was invited to do this podcast. Yeah. And, 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 you know, most of the time it's like, you know, she gives a little feedback and you know, then we talk about it. But every time it's like, oh, the beards invited me, like today. And I was like, oh, uh, Plugo just invited me to, be, to go on the beards. Like, oh, cool. Have fun. You know, it's like, because yeah. that's what it is. Like, you guys are amazing and it's always super fun to come here. We always have these great chats and it's, it's a good environment. It's a good, uh, it's a good spot. And you know what? Here's the thing on top of it all. It's like, you know, I've, I've known Spenny for a while. I've known Spenny when I, since I started doing this like almost five years ago at this point, or is it five years? Yeah. I lost yeah. count. And, 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 Spencer and I, like we've, you know, we've always kept close and so on and so forth. So, you know, if on top of that, he's running his project, he's doing his, uh, he's promoting wrestling now, like even on top of that, just to be able to be a part of this as well. And, 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 you know, I, I, it's weird to say, I don't want to say that I, for me to show support as if like I'm someone really important, but to, 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 to show gratitude at the same time for Spenny and for the, the that relationship that we have to be able to pop on shows and, uh, under his his banner and stuff like that that's like it, it all makes sense to me it's like a big family to me so yeah. it all it's very natural for me to to be with you guys it's not even an effort it's not even like mm, should i do it? it's like no all right let's do it yeah. let's, i enjoy it thank you for having me guys absolutely awesome. the same for us like you're one of the guys no and we, we looked up to you like i said I, like i literally just said like i got my start i was some young guy not, not young but young in this game where I was like, I'm going to do, I want to do this. And like one day I sit there and I like Warren, I love his vibe. I'm going to ask him. And I kept talking myself out of it. I was like, shoot your shot, man. Just ask him. Like, what's the worst that can happen? He says, no. I correct. I big dogged you for a month. Yeah. Right? And then you were like, oh, hey, by the way, saw your message. Like, I'm totally down. 
And I was just like, Mrs. Plugo, I was like, oh shit, he responded. Because I talked to her like you talked to Kristen. I'm like, I got this opportunity to do this. And I was like, he's the man. Like, I, I don't. And she's like, why are you? Who? And I was like, you don't understand. It's more. Like who? Of course. <laughs> you know, most people. I still, I still remember when Plugo told me we had probably been doing this for, um, I don't know, a few months at the time. And he was like, hey, Warren reached out to me. I'm going to do a pre-show. I'm going to do a pick show on his uh, channel. And I was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. But I was filled with jealous rage. Filled. <laughs> both of you on. That's I know that you had both of us. And I was like, right. oh, yeah. But like, I was just like, you son of a bitch. Good for you. I hate you. <laughs> but I, was like, I was like, good for you. That's how I felt. Well, and that's, <laughs> but, that's, uh, for those that are still chilling with us, that's how the name Plugo kind of started. I was always in Warren's chats and I was wrestling Plug Inc. That was the moniker. Yeah. And you were like, that's too much to say. You're Plugo now. Oh, and then yeah. when I started doing this, I was still just John, my shoot name, and just like, and I messaged Spencer one day, and I was like, I kind of become like that's the persona. Like everybody just calls me that now. Yeah. What do you think about me just switching to that? And he's like, No, go for it. That that's what we call you anyway. It's like <laughs> there it is, and a, a star was born under the warning. There it is. Tree. But no, we all right. Generally, uh, look forward to this. Let's pay our course. bills, and then we will. Let you get on to your big, your big star, your big dog in ways. You probably got other things you got going on today. So let's pay those bills, JPJ. We'll pay them. We'll, we'll plug Warren's shit. We'll plug our shit. We'll go. We'll get out of here. That works for me. Well, we pay them bills by going and talking about RK Athletics. Rich King, fantastic professional wrestler. You seen the body on that guy? He's like a Greek god statue. There's not an ounce of fat on that guy. Uh, and he runs a personal training outfit. He is a personal trainer. And whether it's meal plans, whether it's you want to get in a gym routine, you want to lift weights, you want to get, you want to build muscle, or you just want to start moving more physically, feeling better about yourself. Rich King is one of the best when it comes to stuff like that. You can follow him at RK Athletics One on all social media platforms. He is the guy you want to talk to. So if you are in the Edmonton area or virtually, he can do it both ways now. Uh, definitely reach out to RK Athletics and follow them on social media at and RK Athletics. I can yeah. confirm. I reached out to Rich King this morning. We've got the slight beef within the show. Over we do. Invented Sparklish, right? He is yeah. such a professional. He answered my fitness questions. I had Because I am going to try to start eating a little healthier, getting a little better shape, just... Oh, my overall vibe. I'm leaning too much on Slim Jims and, and energy drinks, as we've talked before. So I'm trying to change up my eating habits, trying to just change up some lifestyle stuff. It can't do anything but help me. He was a consummate professional, gave me a bunch of cool tips. So even if you just have general questions, reach out to Rich. Dude knows his stuff. Gave me a lot of cool ideas to maybe help me keep down the path of eliminating. I haven't had an energy drink in three days, guys. Oh, I'm proud Damn. of you. Proud of you. Are you having withdrawals? Not, no Slim Jim either. Are you having withdrawals on the energy drinks? Uh, what I did like the first day or so is I just drank coffee. To get the yeah, I was going to say, did you like but substitute? I listened, yeah. I substitute, and then today I kind of weaned down a little bit on the coffee. Just trying mm -hmm. to like, I still need the caffeine fix, but you know, monsters aren't good for you. But anyway, no. yeah, that's a, the Plugo weight loss journey. There it is. Hey, it's got to start somewhere. It's got to start but, somewhere. And then you also want to head over to manscaped.com. You got to. You got to. You got to stay. You got to stay fresh. You got to stay clean, especially when it comes to downstairs. 
And if you're going to start, you know, for us gentlemen, fans, you don't want downstairs looking like what we got on our, uh, you don't, you don't want it. You don't want it. Your partner probably doesn't want, want it. More of the Warren Hayes look. If you're yeah, gonna like, you know, down there, little pop in, say hello, nice and easy, a little bit, a little bit. And then that's, you know, it is what it is. If you don't mind my saying, you don't want a crotch frog. Is what <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Say what you want. Yeah. And if you go to manscaped.com and you tell them that love wrestling, you tell them that we sent you there and you put in that promo code love wrestling, you will receive 20% off your first order. And not only that, you will receive free shipping. And that free shipping goes where, Pluggo? Worldwide. You could be living anywhere. You could be in Canada with Lauren. You could be in the States with us. You could be in friggin' Antarctica. It don't matter. It don't matter. Free shipping worldwide. Go to manscaped.com. Put in that promo code Love Wrestling. Tell them that you love our little... uh, partnership we got going on with them and that we sent you Make great and you'll get 20 percent off Make yeah and christmas gifts. time is coming we got a little bit a little bit over a week for christmas you can probably get your gifts and delivered on time great gifts go over to manscape if not you can build us. that anticipation say we got more manscape coming it's coming go. it's coming it's coming just be ready your boss will thank yeah. you your partner will thank you and we thank you warren plug your stuff i feel you learned into the crotch fro <laughs> yeah so she, this is, she's here to learn a new phrase every so time. Ophelia's going around her shoot life saying crotch fro. Yeah. You know, where the hell did you get that? Where the hell did you get that? So well, Warren, these two guys out there. Yeah. Let everybody know where they can find you, where they can follow you. You should follow Warren. He's amazing. Listen, good time. Mm-hmm. Do your thing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, you know, the magic all happens on youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes, where I record the podcast live every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern is when we do it. Uh, we start off the show. We usually start off the show with something a little light, non-wrestling related. This These past few weeks, we've been watching cooking shows. I was going to say, yes, you've been doing the cooking show thing, which has been a lot of fun. Well, terrible cooking shows. Uh, just some uh, completely atrocious things. And, you know, and then, so we have a good time to warm up, and then I get into the podcast proper. If you can't make it on Tuesdays, that's fine, because it's available on demand on youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes, or even uh, uh, on your favorite podcast application. Holy mm-hmm. shit. And on top of that, I do a weekly dynamite review every Thursday. So the day after I record it, go, uh, it, we, uh, I, I do myself a nice deep dive into the previous dynamite. And, uh, and yeah, so we have a good time. So there's one out today because of that and uh, some goodies if you become a member, but look, youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. Mr. Warren Hayes show on your favorite podcast app, twitter.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. Not dead yet, so might as well use it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that about does some setup. Not dead like Hive. That came Yeah, out. that didn't last too long, huh? Is it dead? Already dead. dead. I never joined no. it, but I already dead. Already Nobody dead. Nobody uses it. Unbelievable. Pluggo, do your thing. Let the people know where they can find you. Let the people know where they can find us and what else they can find here on Love Wrestling. Well, you can find me at Pluggo underscore or Pluggo and just look it up on Twitter. All the Twitter, Facebook, Israel, all of the spaces there. At B2B, at B2B, at B2Beards for the show page where you can find up, keep us up to date on everything we're doing. We're going to get back after it. Retail life for us has been kind of hectic. So this is the time of year, man. This is the demanding time of year. Let me tell you. Gonna find us. We're definitely gonna do more stuff as we head into the new year. We're just trying to make it through that Christmas hump, uh, so to speak. But that's where you can find us. That's all I got really going on right now. So stay tuned. We will be the beardies, 
will be coming out soon, the second edition of the Beardy Awards. So stay tuned on our social medias for those coming out. Oh, yeah, we got that coming up. The voting will start. The voting will start. This weekend. Yes. If we can so be on the lookout, in. social media is following us there. Hook um, for all the votes. 100%. You can find me at Joseph underscore Poolin Jr. on that Twitter machine until it dies. Like like Warren said, if it's still alive, we should still be on there. You can find me over there. You can find me on JPJ Loves Gaming over on the Twitch machine as well, playing some games, having a good time over there. Give us a follow here at Love Wrestling. We got stuff all week. You can catch me on Thursday here between two beards at 8 p.m. Firmly AEW earlier in the days with Drew. We got the, sp- the Sunday brunch gimmick. We got the goose call. We got reacts to Raw with me and Spencer. We got reacts to SmackDown with our buddy Lawrence. We got some stuff almost every day of the week here on Love Wrestling. So give us a follow. Follow Warren and all his stuff. Follow B2 Beards. We all appreciate you, Warren. Again, appreciate you being here, my friend. Always a pleasure. Thank you Always for the pleasure. Thank you for and until, having me. Absolutely. And until next week, all you guys know the drill. For Pluggo, for Warren, I am JPJ. Peace out. Look at yourself, pal, and you're progressing. I'm only taking 12 steps.